0: see here, right there. Okay. Can you can you guys hear me okay? I think, I think it should be going out now, uh, got a bit of a technical issue here. I uh, hope you're all doing well. Uh, if you can't hear me, give me a, uh, g- give me a zero or something in chat, but uh, it should be fine. Uh, all right. Anyway, hope you enjoyed that. Good of you to uh, join us here today. My name is Henrik. As usual, TV. We're doing no go zone today because it is Wednesday, my dudes, and uh, we're starting a bit late today. I do apologize uh, about that. Uh, as you know, we've been, been a bit under the last, uh, what is it, two and a half weeks, something like that. Uh, still don't know. I mean, we didn't do a, a test or anything like that, so we don't know. Uh, but uh, actually, was out all day in the sun yesterday. Uh, actually, went to, actually went to a theme park, believe it or not, but out in the sun all day. Plenty of vitamin D, feel much better uh, actually, after uh, after just being out and getting some sunshine, so why would it be that they want to lock you inside if you if there's any truth to, uh, to to this what they're talking about with this particular disease? Look, what what whatever it is that they're blaming uh, this on, you know, or like they're the claiming that that it is. I, I know there's a lot of people out there who's like, say oh, it doesn't even exist, and you know all that stuff. But um, whatever they whatever whatever it is. It it what well, we had fit fit the criteria again. I would never go get a test, uh, you know, <laughs> because get it up on some list somewhere. Maybe you, maybe they will uh, haul you off to a camp or something. We'll talk more about the antibody thing later, though, because apparently that's the if even if you let's assume you want to get out of any of this uh, that they're imposing on it. If you can have an antibodies test uh, through natural immunity, allegedly, we'll see how if if they let that happen or not. But allegedly. Uh, then you're allowed to uh, to do things, even if you don't haven't gotten the vaccine. I think at least Europe is doing that. That could change at any moment uh, in the U.S. as well, of course. Uh, but yeah, anyway. So um, so feel uh, b- much better. It's 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 definitely on its way out. It was different. I mean, I've said it before, so it's kind of you know maybe uh, maybe overkill, but uh, it's definitely different. Something different. No, rom- normally, we don't get sick this time of year, and I know a lot of other people around in this area too. They got sick, so uh, I still claim uh, that Fauci was out spraying, you know, with a, one of those uh, aer- aerosolized, uh, you know, big, uh, big weapons you saw that they had in China early on when, when I went around spraying everything. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe they released this stuff. Maybe that's how they know it's a Delta variant. Who knows, right? Because they just say, "Oh, now it's now it's the Delta variant." Okay. Well, are you testing for that? No, you're not. Just doing the same old PCR test. So how do you know what it is at all? Maybe it's something different. Maybe it's a different variant. Uh, but anyway, they would only know that Te- technically they, if they, waved they were the ones who released it, they would be the ones uh, who knew what it actually was, right? So just wait, wait for the 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 problem reaction and then you know a new vaccine uh, to pop up here soon on the radar too. Ah, turns out. Uh, it doesn't actually help uh, against the Delta variant. Maybe not against the Lambda variant. Maybe not against COVID 22. We'll talk more about that later. That's being launched now. Uh, COVID 22. They might actually skip 21, uh, go straight to 22. And we'll talk about why that is a bit later too. Uh, but they might go straight to that COVID 22. Uh, and um, yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll talk more about that later, guys. But anyway, anyway, thank you for joining us, everybody. It's good to good to be back with you. I uh, hope you are doing better than we were doing uh, about a week ago, week and a half ago. Uh, Robot Think over on Entropy Stream says about goddamn time. Yeah, I know. Sorry for being late. I do. I I, I know it's I know it's gay to be late, but uh, what are you going to do? Um, okay. We also have a chat from um, Snezhana, I think it is. Maybe maybe if that how pronounce your name over on Entropy Stream. Uh, who says? Do you think they will be successful with implementing the vaccine passport or? with enough pushback, do you think they will stop? They will never stop. Uh, I think at this rate they're going to implement it on uh, as large section of the population that they can get uh, to comply, essentially, which they hope is everybody, which I don't think will happen, which means you will create a parallel society. That's what I think will happen here, basically, because they'll they'll never let up with the vaccinations. They'll never let up with the passports. They will merge into all these other ID, you know, digital ID programs that they have. Um, I'll say yeah. Here we go. Sorry, uh, Snej, snejana is that uh, how I pronounce it then? Snezhana, Slav name. Okay, there you go. Thank you for the correction, I Appreciate that. Uh, But no, I don't think they'll. Uh, I don't think they'll ever stop. And it, not a, not unless you get, I don't know, maybe eighty percent or something of the population just vehemently pushing back. I think they'll just move forward, even if they have a smaller percent. They, they still might just. Do, if you want to get into our institutions, if you want to go to our hospitals. If you want to have, you know, your kids at our schools, uh, you have to comply. Um, so no, this system is purging those people uh, out of it that uh, will not comply or don't want to have any of this. Uh, all right, guys, let, let's. Uh, before we go into some of the COVID stuff, we're going to talk some about uh, maybe a little bit later in the Afga- uh later in the show about the Af- Afghan situation too. Um, check out this one. Uh, apparently, there's something called a crate challenge. Uh, that is going around. Uh, maybe it's just in the. Uh, is this in the black community in uh, in the U.S. Uh, a woman is dead after doing the crate challenge, according to bystanders' video and use uh, and users on social media. The incident unfolded at John West and La Prada in Dallas. Online users said, "No further information has been released at this time." Crates. I, I'm not sure. There's some. Is this some rap thing or something? let's, uh, let's take a look at what happened here. Oh shit! It's four minutes long. We we'll have to. We'll have to go forward here, a bit. this
1: motherfucker is doing the fucking crate challenge.
0: The crate challenge. In. Does that, anybody know anything about this? The crate oh, challenge. Shit, son, is this? this she gonna bust up, is this the? Uh, is this separate from the gorilla glue challenge? Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, pause before. <laughs> this is super not safe for work. No, it's pretty gruesome. I'll pause right before, but apparently she uh, the falls challenge, uh, here and Live. she uh, succumbed to her, uh, her injuries from this. <laughs> I'm not sure why you would do something like this. I mean, uh, like, do it over a grass then or something? But apparently she, you know, she bashed her uh, her head in uh, the back of her head, which is which is crazy.
1: Great challenge. Great challenge. Done with in the Prada.
0: Her and they're taking ass. pictures and like social media check me out blah 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 i won't show the rest of this i'll show the, her fall look at this she's like up climbing on this you guys see this this is the dumbest
1: challenge ever
0: this, this is the dumbest challenge ever so uh don't do stupid shit. That's the uh, lesson here, and I think she goes down right now. And there you go. <clears throat> so I won't show the rest of that. Uh, but there you go. I think it's a, that's her phone, or she has like a lighter or something in her pocket that exploded. Uh, and someone made a joke. Uh, now they got the kids doing the crate challenge as well. Check this out. I'm not sure what it is uh, with these crates here, but. Uh, Everybody's got to do it, including kids. Come
2: on!
3: You got it, come on.
0: Is this some, uh, is it like a hip, oh shit, is this some hip-hop video or something? I mean, these people are sending their kids up on this stuff. Crazy, crazy bananas. Um, All right, a couple of more things here before we get into the main meats. Look at this. Black woman attacks two-year-old white girl. Suddenly, an 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 identified woman approached them from behind and pushed the little girl down to the ground, causing her to hit her head on the pavement, authorities say. This is in, uh, where is this, by the way? Is this PIX News? I'm not sure where that is. But apparently, when she was uh, doing this to the little girl, she was making a little dance. Look at this here. See if I can get this to play oh, I might have to play it inside of the video okay that's strange let me go up look, look at this here she walks up to a little girl little white girl pushing her and then look at this now dancing away da, 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 da. good stuff but you know there's not a it's not an anti-white agenda going on it's nothing to do with that it's completely unrelated just shoving white kids for no reason right uh, check this out too. Ashley Babbitt killing was unlawful. Sorry, was was lawful. I was reading unnamed. So unlawful. It was lawful according to. It. It's totally legal. If you shoot white people in the face, um, or was it the was the neck or something? I forget where it was. Then it's totally fine. Unnamed Capitol police officer cleared internal review finds. Big surprise, huh? So you can uh, as long as it's white people being the victim. Totally fine. No protests. No. Uh, You know, chimp-outs, no destruction of property, no nothing. And it turns out as well that the guy who did that uh, is going to do an interview uh, with Lester Holt. Ashley Babbitt's killer to be gifted an exclusive interview with Lester Holt of NBC News. Uh, Looking, certainly looking forward to that. NBC says the killer will be speaking out and sharing his perspective on the events of that day, including the aftermath of the deadly insurrection. Uh, and the threats that he received. Yeah, it's about him. He re- he received death threats. Uh, the media is protecting this guy like nothing else. Um, this is. Let me see here. On Wednesday, NBC News proclaimed in their press release on Wednesday that Lester Holt will sit down in an exclusive interview with this killer. And that is to just to give a, give a date here. Here we go. The interview will air Thursday. Okay, so tomorrow, uh, August twenty-six on uh, NBC Nightly News uh with uh, with Lester Holtz. <laughs> okay. Uh holy shit. The the ne- the, the insanity continues, right? Uh <clears throat> little lighthearted stuff here before we dive into the serious business. Um man photographed ass naked baby on Nirvana album cover sues for sexual exploitation. <laughs> this is uh, it's, it's apparently a real thing. Uh who knew, right? Uh, A man who appeared as a naked baby on the cover of Nirvana's 1991 Nevermind album has filed a lawsuit against the surviving members of the influential band alleging the images was sexual exploitation. Hmm. In a a lawsuit in a federal court in California, Spencer Eldon alleged he had suffered lifelong damages from the image used on the album's cover, which depicted him swimming naked toward a dollar bill pierced with a fishhook. Which... um, uh, a good friend of mine here said uh, <clears throat> that that's actually what he was uh, w- actually what he's doing though. When he grew up, he he manifested that He'll, uh, he's fishing for money for any reason. <laughs> Never mind, it's one of the best-selling albums. Blah blah blah. Defendants intentionally commercially uh, commercially marketed Spencer's child pornog- pornography, child's pornography, and leveraged the shocking nature of his image to promote themselves and their music at his expense. He alleged in the lawsuit, which was filed on Tuesday. Elden, now 30, is asking $150,000 in compensation from each of several defendants, including Universal Music Group, photographer Kirk Weddle, Nirvana drummer and rock legend Dave Grohl, Nirvana's uh, bassist, is that what you're saying? I thought that was a Swedish word. The bass player, right? The bassist or bassist, is that what you're it? Chris Novlicek and Courtney Love. Why Courtney Love? That's interesting. The widow of uh, Kurt Cobain. The Banshee. I actually saw her live once in uh, Hultsfreda music festival in uh, uh, Sweden. Holy shit, she's just, was just a big shriek uh, from that woman. Uh, Universal music group Weddle and a publicist for Love did not immediately respond to a request for comment. According to the lawsuit, Eldon's parents never received any compensation for the image shot by Weddle who was a friend of Eldon's father. The lawsuit alleged Cobain initially agreed to have a sticker censoring El- Eldon's genitals on the album cover, but no sticker was were used. Eldon recreated the image as an adult in 2016 and has never mind tattooed on his chest. Yeah, he has definitely suffered from this, right? Weld told The Guardian in 2019 that he was still in contact with Eldon. Weld told the publication, I used to think, man, when, th- when that kid is 16, he's going to hate my guts. He doesn't, but he's conflicted about the picture. He feels that everybody made money off of it, and he didn't. <laughs> I think he deserves something, but it's always uh, the record labels that make the money. Oh, holy shit. Okay. 91. When did uh, Kirk shot him, shoot himself again? When, what year was that? Is Was it 98? Um, 99? When was it? Does anybody know? Was it... He didn't make it into the 2000s, did it? Yeah, the album was 91, but when did he shoot himself? 94? No, it can't be 94. You're saying he only did it for three years? Was it... Ni- no, it can't be 94. Kurt joined the uh, 27 Club, though. Holy shit, yeah, Chance, us 94. 1994. Whoops. All right. I mean, Nirvana... Bre- yeah, broke through, and then three years later? All right. Um. In other news relating to... Uh, to 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 dicks, I guess is the best word to use. Um, Ron Jeremy, which I guess is a, uh, a a Jewish pervert in the pornography. But imagine that a uh, a pervert in the pornography uh, business or smut the 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 so- <laughs> the sodomite business. Uh, is indicted on 30 plus counts of sexual assaults involving 21 women. I remember it was it a couple of years ago on Twitter. I saw something. Uh, all these women were saying he just walked around and like touched them on their private parts and stuff. And he, I, I guess he thought he had access to uh, to anything he wanted to. This guy. Um, Far too often survivors of sexual assault suffer in isolation. District Attorney George Gasson said we must ensure that survivors have all options available to them to help help recovery, including trauma-informed services for healing and support to report such crime. Ron Jeremy Hyatt pleaded not guilty today on 12 counts of forcible rape, 7 counts of forcible oral copulation, 6 counts of sexual battery by restraints, 4 counts of sexual penetration by a Foreign object. Two counts of sexual penetration under an unconscious, of an unconscious, sorry, or a sleep person. And one count each of lewd act upon a child under the age of 14 or 15. Sodomy by the use of force and assault with intent to commit rape. The indictment was unsealed today. Uh, a grand jury returned to the indictment on August 19. Uh, Jeremy, he gives up sexual assaulting more than twenty women over a twenty-three year span, dating back to nineteen ninety-six. The victims range uh, in age from fifteen to fifty-one. Oh boy, holy shit! Well, hopefully he, uh, hopefully he, uh, he gets it. This guy, huh? In um, in a letdown to those of you who. Um, I think that we need to uh, you know, control uh, this uh, the, the smut online, and I'm one of you. Uh, Only fans who initially said that they were going to ban pornography, or at least like explicit content. Again, there was some rules set here of what the, what was or what wasn't allowed or whatever, but enough. Kvetching kvetch, uh, commenced, and so of course they back-pedaled on backpedaled on the decision, right? Uh, OnlyFans suspends its plan to ban explicit content. I guess, I guess maybe there was enough people who realized that uh, when the next lockdown lockdown is coming here, it's going to be enough young women that needs to um, uh, take lewd photographs and videos of their uh, bodies and uh, sell them online to uh, thirsty uh, teenagers and uh, and other guys uh, on the internet so that they can make a, a living i would assume only announced on wednesday that it's suspending its plan to ban sexually explicit content on the platform this decision comes after the company received backlash following the news of the ban on august 19. founder tim stokely who is that is that a is that what is that uh initially said the change was in response to obstacles from banks that's right i remember that let's do a check here real quick um Read here. Um, however, OnlyFans now says it has secured assurances necessary to support its creator community. Uh, let me see here. Is this a UK guy. I guess it's a UK guy. Let me see here. Yeah, okay. That's uh, th- there you go. He's filed under English pornographers on, <laughs> on Wikipedia. That's. <clears throat> but at least he's not a Nazi. A Nazi. Am I right? Okay. Well, there you go. Onlyfans drops planned porn ban. Uh, <laughs> planned porn ban will continue to allow sexually explicit content. All right, so we got a. There was some pushback against some of this here, but I guess not. This is a. Uh, it's a. It's a. It's a civilization. Pornography is a civilization-ending weapon, basically used uh, against males uh, in the societies where it's employed, uh, and therefore it should be. Uh, it should be banned. It's dangerous. Uh, it's dangerous to your brain. Uh, there's uh, consequences. There's all kinds of things that happen. What, what was the uh, was the website again? Was it uh, your your brain on porn or, or something like that? Dot com, I think it was, uh, that has uh, a lot of that uh, material uh, available for you in case you uh, were wondering why. Okay, let me check uh, entropy stream again. If you want to join us over there, one way you can. Uh, Support the show as well, entropystream.live slash TV. I was keeping an eye on Odyssey as well, odyssey.com slash at TV. I see Sal Ossifer over on Odyssey. Thank you, sir. Good to see you. There's um, a couple of emoticons I saw as well from uh, Gabe Lackman. Uh, the Hale Fauci song is kind of funny, but the anti-Nazi stuff is really bothers me. They were definitely the good guys, but that dreadlocked hippie doesn't know that yet. Yeah, I mean it's more for fun. I mean you're gonna get, uh, you know, wh- whether I I I get it. Um, gay black man is and it's and it's for those who know some stuff. It gets kind of cringy after a while. Uh, I, I totally get that, and it's kind of exhausting to a- everybody's trying to, you know, out not out Nazi each other, but out blame that the other guy that they're opposed to is, you know, they're the re- they're the worst Nazi and the real guy or whatever, right? You're just not gonna get some kind of. Uh, how do I put it? Uh, justification of historical events weaved into this or any kind of <laughs> revisionism you're gonna get. An honest look at history. Now, all of this you're gotta keep in mind. it's just to smear just to smear people, just to uh, you know to to show that they're the bad guy or whatever. is Is it effective? Eh, not not to those who who understand that that the history is far more, a complex and nuanced than uh, the uh, the dumb activists uh, who are running our current um, age, right? More or less, essentially, essentially those, uh, d- d- definitely those in the media, and those who write history books and stuff like that. Um, so I kind of I kind of said this before. You kind of just have to. I mean, if you're concerned with what's happening with COVID, you kind of you kind of have to hitch your wagon on that on the on the anti-COVID stuff, you know. And and it, it's not going to be about that much about politics i mean covid is about politics don't get me wrong but in terms of what the what the, the final objective here is I, again i've said it many times but if you you can you can you can align with people you can run parallel with people for a common goal doesn't matter who it is doesn't matter where they are politically i think it's i, I think that's sound to do um we have a common objective and that's to to shut down this great reset that's coming uh, fourth industrial revolution the destruction of our countries uh, the total police statification of them. Uh, basically, I, I think that if they get their full wish here, we'll, be locked, we'll, we'll essentially be locked down for the rest of our lives unless we comply on every single issue that they have lined up. And I'd rather fight back against people who might misappropriate the term <laughs> national socialist or, or to blame someone in that way, as opposed to then not, you know, kind of fight with those people. Uh, just because I have a beef of, of how they view certain historical events or so, uh, or that they don't have any sense of uh, uh, nuance, I guess, is the best term uh, to use. But anyway, I, I, I get it. I, I totally get it. Um, let me see. I think there was another one. Did I miss that on Odyssey? I think there was one that came in right in the beginning. I, I do apologize that I missed that, but thank you for sending it. I think it was a, a couple of library tokens. I do appreciate it. Sorry for missing that. Um, Gary Blackman says, yeah, I understand for, the, uh, for most normies, they're doing... Uh, well, to see that COVID is a scam, much less anything else. Yeah, exactly. I think it's 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 an issue by issue uh, thing. You're not going to get some you know super <laughs> like nicely wrapped package of of all the kind of that everything's on our wish list is contained in this package and everyone uh, you know gets it or lines up to it, right? So it's what it's going to be. It's going to be messy. It's going to a lot of people are going to get a lot of things wrong on the way. Uh, but hey, like if you're interested in living your life in some semblance where you have any decision making left whatsoever over your own life, over the life of your kids, of uh if you want to travel again, if you want to go somewhere else, uh, without buying bowing down to their uh their, their dumb demands here, then yeah, I think it's wisely to um to push back and fight back in any way we can. Okay. Let's dive into uh COVID then a little bit here. We have um uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry, how did I pronounce your name again? Senja? Senja, right? Senja. Uh, the Chosenites are the biggest perverts. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, there you go. That's uh, that's uh, not a shock, I guess. Uh, okay. Thank you, Senja. I appreciate that. I actually do have a couple of clips before we get to this one I want to play. So check this out. Apparently, the White House secretary, Press Secretary, uh, Jen Tsaki. is it is Tsaki or Saki? Pisaki, right? I think it's, is that Greek? I think that's Greek. Uh, had this to say, uh, listen carefully. Sasha, sounds like she says, "pandemic." Listen to this. And I think it's in relation to, by the way, to Israel's new prime minister being in town, D.C., Washington, D.C. Listen to this. Go
4: ahead. Thanks, John. I just wanted to give us a preview of the president's upcoming meeting with the Israeli prime minister. And if we can expect any announcements on the reopening of the Palestinian offices in Washington, and the Consulate in Jerusalem, and if not,
5: what's the status of those projects? Sure. Um, I know we did a briefing call to provide a preview of that um, last night, or I believe yesterday at some point in time. Uh, I will say that the President's looking forward to welcoming uh, the prime minister, who is already in town, as you know, having a variety of meetings today, uh, I would expect—we uh, expect their conversation to be wide-ranging, to cover a range of topics of mutual interest, everything from uh, COVID-19, Israel security, and uh, our efforts to address the global pandemic to regional security issues.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. What would you say there? Six
5: of mutual interest, everything from uh, COVID nineteen and uh, our efforts to address the global pandemic to regional security issues, which could include a range of topics, uh, including.
0: That sounds like pandemic to me. I don't know. You uh, you decide. Uh, Freudian slip. Uh, the truth wants out, and it finds different. Uh, it finds different ways, and <laughs> it's always going to come out somehow. Uh, Hatchet JYT over on Antipas Stream says uh, Henrik. Fellow drummers, some favorite bands. Heard any pro white music you like? I, I mean, I would say there's some of the kind of you know smaller creators that are doing, uh, I guess, music like that. Um, but, but in terms of bigger, uh, anything bigger like that? No, not not really. That's, and some artists, I don't even, I don't even know where they stand, right? Uh, so I haven't. I'm not really been. I've kind of dropped the whole music thing and being into you know a lot of a lot of music. I used to consume music like crazy and playing all the time and all that stuff. And I, I just kind of got burnt out on it, frankly. And I just like, and every time you hear the lyrics of, of these bands, you're just like, oh shit, you know, it's the same old story. And it just kind of got me really, uh, really just tired of, of music, especially that kind of music, whether it's like, Alternative rock, or grunge, or even—I mean, some metal can be bitter, better. Better, I, I do admit that. I have never been that much into it, though. More maybe later years. Uh, but no, I'd have to think about that one. It's that's favorite bands. That's that's hard. I listen to a lot of instrumental music, even soundtracks and stuff, just because there's no dumb lyrics. There's no moron that's ruining everything with their uh, with their dumb lyrics, right? So uh, it's it's hard. I'd have, to, I'd have to come back to you on that actually and think about it a little bit more. Um... I guess one thing that we should do is to play some more, uh, you know, people that we know and stuff like that, and uh, and and support some some small, you know, uh, less known musicians and stuff like that. That's a that's something something we should do. But anyway, thank you for the fu- uh, thank you for that hatchet, and sorry for the fuzzy answer on that. But uh, yeah, I would have to think about it to be honest. Um, going over to Oregon, they are um, reissuing their mask mandate outside outdoors regardless of vaccination status. Listen to this.
6: In all public outdoor settings or physical distancing.
0: Sorry, let me go back here. Here we go.
6: Today, I'm announcing that effective Friday, August 27th, masks will be required in all public outdoor settings where physical distancing is not possible, regardless of vaccination status. Masks have proven to be effective at reducing transmission.
0: That's a lie. They are a necessary
6: measure right now even in some outdoor settings to help us fight COVID and to protect one another.
0: <clears throat> so there you go. Met a guy today from uh, Washington state uh, and he said much the same thing over over there is happening. It's, it's another, it's just, I mean, this is about to get nutty now as we enter into the uh, autumn here. Uh, if it is true that what we did have was what they claim this disease is, uh, I guess we'll be lucky that way because then we'll have antibodies. A- again, unless they're just completely meddling with all these different strains or releasing somehow some kind of new versions of this and, and I mean the, it's such a game changer if you think that this thing actually is engineered in a laboratory uh in some way and that's just and, and that's even worse than the actual you know if you will unnatural evolutionary pressures that you put on a virus like this when you vaccinate people right so you have a, a the much stronger uh remaining Versions, I guess, of the virus left in 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 uh, people's those who have been vaccinated in their bodies, and then that it's the one that ends up reproducing. So we've talked about this before, but much in the same way that you have anti antibiotic uh, driving a evolution of um, uh, of um, of bacteria uh, to become super resistant, in much in the same way uh, you have this happening with the vaccines, uh, which is known as leaky vaccines. And that would be, uh, so that's a problem in and it itself. And then you have the uh, immunocompromised issue that occurs uh, with those who have been vaccinated. And you have to continue to go to the big pharma industry uh, to basically maintain your immune system, which is what they want. I actually did a show a while back where they said, uh, I talked about the uh, everything as a service. And that's, that's actually where this is heading. It, it, I mean, they were looking at things like dr- driving, propelling your, organs remotely right I know it sounds just bizarre and weird and wacko but basically they're learning to decode the language of the nervous system and of the brain and again you have you know the brain regulates a lot of that it's sending the right signals essentially uh, to different parts of your organ and it's not you don't have to sit around and thinking think about how you know the, that the liver needs to you know do its job and the heart needs to beat and all that like all of this is just running on its own right but if you can intervene, if you can wedge your way in between the signal flow between your brain and your organs and t- essentially take over that role, and this is now something they're, they have been looking at, doing, yes, remotely, and yes, with frequencies, which is it's bizarre, right? But soon enough, and this is kind of on the way towards that path, this is a, a, a stepping stone towards that which is essentially where you voluntarily have shut down your immune system or it so much that you have to go crawling to them to ensure that your immune system works and functions. And and that's not a guarantee in and of itself anyway, right? But that's like the idea. Anyway, uh, sticking to mass, we'll talk more about that later. I had a, a good, uh, actually, I think it was a probably a screenshot from a 4chan um, post, and they were kind of making fun of that a little bit, but it's actually turning into reality. Uh, but uh, the World Economic Forum... They are um, busy at work, of course, very busy at work, uh, creating all these different uh, ways for us, you know, how we can bring about the great reset and different technological, you know, the ingenuity, technologically speaking, the things they're offering us and how we should change our lives and what we need to adapt to and all that stuff. Well, now they're wheeling out a mask that is testing you for COVID while you're wearing the mask. Check this out. There's an embedded sensor in there that's analyzing your droplets from your breath and then about 90 minutes later it gives you a result. It's as accurate... that's funny, pause on that, it says it's as accurate as the PCR test used in labs. <laughs> in other words, not at all. Amazing. This is recognized. The New York Times have articles about this, and you don't have to stick a swab with grippers up your nose. That's great. The mask was developed at Harvard University's Wyss Institute. It's based on a new kind of biosensor technology. Freeze-dried proteins and biomolecules are embedded in paper. When reactivated with water from a small reserve built into the mask, the sensors react to the presence of certain molecules, such as the genetic material inside coronavirus (laughs) particles. Have they isolated that yet? Anyway, they uh, claim that this will help to contain certain local outbreaks. But this technology could be useful beyond the pandemic, the World Economic Forum writes. It could be built into clothing. There you go. Smart clothing and used to detect pathogens, toxins or chemical agents. Hey, look, you can just turn around your shampoo bottle and uh, I can tell you right there. It's, most of it is garbage and carcinogenic. And of course, then the sensors would send this information to your smartphone. Would you wear this mask? Uh, they conclude here. The uh, World Economic Forum. Good stuff. Hope you, uh, hope you enjoy that. T Bear over on Stream says, wondering if this accelerated uh, accelerate the Greater Idaho project, or uh, w- sorry, with Washington, Oregon policies. I'm sure it will. I think that there's some eastern counties I know at least um, in Washington and Oregon that are completely fed up with the uh, coastal elites, right in uh, Seattle and Portland. Uh, and I think that they definitely want to try to break out of this somehow. The, the the one guy I met here was, you know, he talked about how bad it was, and he he said he had a choice at some point to be on the Idaho side or on the on the Washington side. And, and although he loved Washington State, he said it was a huge mistake. We should <laughs> we should have stayed in Idaho. But again, it, look, anything could ha- change rapidly at at, at this right again. If you you know, if they ramp up the pressure and if it's serious enough, you'll see, you'll see a lot of people folding and stuff like that. Uh, even even so-called conservatives, and those who generally are more uh, you know freedom-minded, uh, so nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is gu- guaranteed. Definitely not. Um, all right. So here, let's go. Let's talk about this article here. This is kind of interesting. So New York here has uh, a new governor. Uh, I think Irish, um, Irish stock. Kathy Holch, Holshue. Hol- Hochul Ho-chu, uh, is the new governor in New York, and it turns out she just threw Cuomo under the bus by admitting that 12,000 more or so COVID deaths had occurred under Cuomo. And, of course, we talked about this at the time when it happened when um, Cuomo put uh, COVID patients in with um, uh with the with the, the uh, with the elderly care right at the um, old uh, facility uh, facilities where they take care of uh, elderly people and stuff like that, and basically uh, killed a bunch of uh, kill a bunch of old people. That's what it did. So the sexual, you know, um, whatever the accu- accusations were here, and I, I'm sure they're moving forward with that. But he decided to quit, right? All that was essentially a, a diversion, essentially just to not blame him for. For murder, I would assume, and he's actually getting off easy if he's only getting these like sexual assault uh, accusations uh, through his, through, you know, levied his way. Uh, one day after being sworn in as New York's new governor on Tuesday, Catholic coach Kochul, sorry, uh, through her disgraced predecessor, predecessor Andrew Cuomo, under the bus, announcing nearly twelve thousand more deaths across the state from COVID-19 than previously admitted. Now, instead of forty-three thousand four hundred deaths, New York now recognizes fifty-five thousand four hundred as the number of people who died of COVID-19 in the state, based on death certificates submitted to the CDC. And uh, yes, numbers. Yes, it is. Is it all of COVID as opposed to with COVID? I know all that, but regardless, if they believe that it's as deadly as it, at the, as they've been telling us, why the hell did Andrew Cuomo put coronavirus? Um, patients in with you know at these hospice uh, these hospice facilities and stuff like that in with old people right that that needs to be addressed. He's he's killing people. He's getting he's getting off easy here. Threw them in nursing homes right. Yeah, Cuomo notoriously ordered his aides to conceal nursing home deaths which State Attorney General Lieta James found were under undercounted by as much as 50% according to a January report. We're now releasing more data than have been released before publicly, so people know the nursing home deaths and the hospital deaths are consistent with what's being displayed by the CDC. Hochul said Wednesday on MSNBC, adding there's a lot of things that weren't happening, and I'm going to make them happen. Transparency will be the hallmark of my administration. Uh, I, that's the usual. That's just bunk, <laughs> and you'll see a whole new set of, of uh, complete insane policies, I would assume from this woman, uh, as, opposed to, uh, as opposed to Cuomo, so I'm not saying, oh my god, th- she's on our side, I'm not saying that at all, I'm just saying, uh, at least she threw Cuomo under the bus, good for her. Uh, but uh, just, uh, just wait for it, we're going to see much more uh, insanity out of New York, of course, they're going to be, in fact, she'll probably pick it up even more, she'll make it even more insane, right? Um, here's from Aus- Australia, uh, and of course we've seen uh, just insane stuff from Australia. right? We, we covered quite a bit in the latest Weekend in Warriors show up on com right now. And basically the COVID police state uh, that's unfolding in, in Australia is like nothing else. And remember, so what's happening in Australia has happened during their winter and now going into spring. And I think and I believe that you'll see something similar uh, in Europe, definitely Western Europe and you'll see it in America and Canada as well uh, as we move into uh, autumn here uh, shortly. And uh, there's going to be more lockdowns. There's going to be more different versions of the vaccines rolled out. We'll talk more about that in a second, too. Uh, But here's from Australia uh, regarding, um, again, more extortion. If you want to hug people, you have to be vaccinated. Look at this.
6: ...of essential workers. They're also checking vaccine certificates. If you don't want to
3: get vaccinated, stay home. Don't go out, because if you want to be able to go out, go on holidays, travel around this country and internationally. If you want to go out and enjoy the footy, you want to hug a loved one, uh, you want to be able to shake hands again, uh, then you need
0: to get vaccinated. Then you need to get vaccinated. That's right. If you want to hug somebody, if you want to shake their hand, (laughs) if you want to be in any capacity, um, I I, I would assume this is with family members too. Remember that stuff? Um, So, Despite all this, no one has actually died of COVID in Australia, which is uh, admitted by the uh, Health Minister Greg Hunt. Listen to this. This year, for
4: example, while the world has agonisingly lost over 2 million souls to COVID, there have been no people who have caught COVID in Australia and passed away. Listen that again. Whilst the world has agonisingly lost over 2 million souls to COVID, there have been no people who have caught COVID in Australia and passed away. All right. Okay. Well, you said it.
0: Is this because they're saying, well, exactly, because we did our job. (laughs) In other words, all this shit that they have been doing, then is that in vain? Right? Anyway, one guy, uh, one base guy here was uh, definitely upset about this. Uh, I'll let him uh, speak for himself here. Listen to this.
2: I'm just doing a quick live because I just saw the... uh the media release, uh, presentation, uh, circus show, uh, have another fucking mouthful of bullshit day. I don't know. Uh, he j- the, the, the health advisor just came out. To his, to his right, he's got the, uh, the, the general of the army, and, and to his left, he's got... And it's called COVID Shield, Operation COVID Shield. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck you people act like motherfuckers. Fuck you people are full of shit. Look at I swear to God, I don't care if I get arrested. The cunt needs a big fucking punch in the face. I've never seen so much bullshit fucking bullshit acting in all my COVID shield. Then he says he has the audacity to say Nobody in Australia has caught COVID and died from COVID. But you motherfuckers have locked us in and out. In and out. It's like you've got your dick and you're constantly fucking us in the air. If nobody in Australia has caught COVID and died in Australia, what the fuck have you done to us, you sons of bitches? And you people still lay down. And you people still listen to the bullshit. And none of you want to go to war. What the fuck is wrong with you people? The motherfucker just admitted. It. He just said no one in Australia has caught COVID and died from COVID. Yeah, you all fuckers go inside, wear a mask, tie up your bumhole, cover your dick and your cunt. Do anything that's possible. <laughs> Are you fucking insane? Are you fucking insane? Oh my god, he just said it. He just said it. Two fucking years of our lives being destroyed, and the yep. cunt has the audacity to get up there and say. We are fortunate enough that nobody in Australia has caught COVID and died from it. So the 1,163 that you reported, you fucking lying son of a slut, you motherfucker! Scott Morrison, Daniel Andrews, and a state apologist, Ayre Brablik, You fucking killed us. You killed our economy. You, we had people commit suicide. You fucking drove us insane. And this cunt just came out and said, Nobody's died. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's right. Oh my God. Yep, he's right.
2: Oh my God. He just came out and said, We are fortunate enough that nobody in Australia has caught COVID and died from COVID. Yet the whole world has gone back to normal. And we are still not allowed to no, even hang on. fucking go from.
0: Hang on, laddie, it's not going to go back to normal when we hit uh, autumn here. It's going to go. It's going to be basically just as Australia. I, I mean, close to it. Close to it. It's not just Australia. I mean, this is happening in many other parts now. The passport in France, in Germany, in Denmark. Yeah, all these European countries are, are bringing it in, right? Um, but he's right. He's right to be this state angry. To state.
2: We still fucking quarantine from coming back overseas and we have to pay for our own pocket. Out of our own pocket, and Scott Morrison gets to go and quarantine in his house. And you people still think this is real. And you people still think this is real. Oh my god, how do you how do you like how do you fucking sleep at night? How do you sleep at night knowing that you partaked in the biggest hoax, the biggest murder? Of Australian people in the history of Australia. How do you sleep at night? You know what? The next motherfucker, as God is my witness, I do the sign of the cross just like we used to do before we went to war. Just like we used to do before we went to war. As God is my witness, the next motherfucker that says to me, I know somebody that died from COVID. I'm dropping the cunt. And I will be arrested and I will go fucking to prison. But I will go held with my head held high and my honour intact. I will drop the next motherfucker that says he knows a friend of a friend of a friend. I will drop him there and there. I will not persuade him. I will not try to convince him and change his mind. I will drop him in a heartbeat. I will refuse to talk anymore because there's an old saying, when talking no longer works... That's when violence steps in. So I urge every single Australian, and I hope my Facebooks get shut down. I hope my Instagram gets shut down. I want every single Australian to every single son of a bitch, son of a whore, son of a slut that says to you, I know someone that died of COVID, knock the fucking cunt out. <laughs> knock him out. That's the only way we were able to win. No more talking. They've admitted it. They have come out and said not one single son of a bitch, son of a slut, son of a whore has died from COVID in Australia. But we have been treated like prostitutes. We have been treated like fucking sheep. We have been treated like animals. It's a test. you fuckers went for it. You went for it. What you need, you need somebody to take. I'll show you what you need. As God is my witness, I'm putting it out there. As God is now my witness, I am going to drop the next son of a bitch, son of a whore, son of a slut, son of a mole, I'm going to drop him. As soon as he says, I know someone. That's it. The world must rise up and Australia will lead the way. I've had enough. Finished. I dare any cunt from now on to tell me I know someone. And if I don't know where you are, I will find you. Just to fucking put a live on social media. As I you with an inch of your life and then motherfucker i'm gonna tell you COVID did this to you COVID.
0: <laughs> is that uh is that like some maori or something what is what is that language there anyway uh good stuff <clears throat> this year oh sorry uh okay <laughs> we we'll get to that in a moment uh let me see here we had uh what do we have we had one on um odyssey here i want to make sure i squeeze these in before we Miss them. Fellow Whisperer says, I'm sorry for something that I didn't do. Lynched somebody, but I don't know who. You blame me for slavery a hundred years before I was born. Let me actually copy this other chat before that one goes away. Uh, I don't want to miss those. Uh, You blame me for slavery a hundred years before I was born guilty of being white. Minor threat. Okay, thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, We also have uh, Pat over in the Odyssey chat who says, spent last week with my family five of them fully vaccinated and now my wife and i got a strange cold we are not vaccinated is this shedding thing a real thing or is it uh, just the vaxed people that are the big spreaders now uh so i yeah that's a, actually a good question so obviously they've talked about this right and they admitted some point i forget what the sources at the time was i think it was I think it was CDC talking about the, actually, I think it was the, um, one of the manufacturer. I think of the vaccine. They were talking about, especially like skin to skin contact. That if you had a mother, for example, that was vaccinated, uh, and let's say, you know, she's holding her baby or, you know, very likely that she will, you know, pass the spike proteins to, uh, you know, to the baby, skin to skin contact, but it's also in, in your, uh, it's in your feces, it's in your uh, perspiration, it's in your breath, I think, yeah, like all these things, right? Um, so apparently you can develop the same symptoms by being exposed, exposed to the spike protein, because the spike protein is what they're, uh, if it is what they're saying that it is, but according to them, in, in their wording, the spike protein is what the virus is, right? So the vaccine is supposed to ge- you know, create uh, generate, get your body to produce the spike protein, and then it's just so ubiquitous that it's like it's like everywhere and then you begin shedding. So that's a good question but then does it matter then there's no distinction but basically between between the vaccine and between the virus there is no distinction it's 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 one and the same. That's why they a while back and we show those headlines at the time but they were talking about how the how with just choosing to inoculate a few people will spread throughout a population they've started to doing this in animal uh, populations and they're basically saying that the vaccine is the uh, or the virus is the vaccine the vaccine is the virus right so i would assume that it wouldn't matter to be honest it because it's all the same thing but uh, having said that maybe there are differences maybe there are nuances maybe there are severity differences that that i don't know i haven't seen too much publication about that but that's what i thought first too is like oh shit did we get like you know close to someone who had gotten the shot and they are you know they're they're shredded, shedding right cuz that's for some reason it just felt like that would have been worse but it probably isn't then unless the vaccine is producing something slightly different uh, than the na- than the natural virus and again every, i mean all of it might seem just engineered at this point it's actually really strange there's so many questions there's so little answers It's like nothing. We we are not getting any straight answers, even regarding the um, the full sequence of the virus in and of itself. Right? Some people say it's ever been isolated and stuff. I I don't doubt that. Have we have we ever seen that data? Maybe they have that data, but they just haven't shared it with the world. Can I? Is there? Does anybody know? Can I go to a website right now and get the full genetic code of it? I know that China gave it to. You know the rest of the world basically because i hear this is what you're looking for this is what we found kind of thing and then some people started analyzing that and looking at that whatever but um it just there's so much lies so much misinformation so much obfuscation there's so much uh, dirty tactics and stuff that it feels like even even if they say something to us and pretending that is one thing you still can't trust it that's that's the worst worst thing about this right um Let's show uh, Chris Sky here too. He was uh, he was arrested recently. Let me check entropy real quick. Actually, um, Dan Mother over on entropy stream says here in Medford, Oregon, there has been a fresh outbreak that started about the same time as when you all came down with it. Coincidence? It's on I five, far southern Oregon. Um, shaking my damn head. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I, I felt. And again, there's no proof for this. There's no. This is just a hunch, like just that feeling that you get that it was like a lot of people at the same time just started getting this thing, and they started feeling, you know, roughly the same thing that we felt at the same time. And and no, it's not because we met up with them or or were getting together. This is people that we were you know away from for I, I don't know a while, to a month, definitely over a month, and then we independently started feeling these things. Uh, so. Yeah, so I mean, if you want to go full uh, cons- conspiracy on this on the, on this thing, what what if they're releasing this somewhere? What they have their you know zero patience or something, right? Uh, maybe there is a maybe there's a real protection against this, but you can still carry it then and and, and give it to others. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna can <laughs> say that they're you know others spraying it out of you know air, it's in the chemtrails. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna say that, but. But what if they have a program like that in some capacity, right? That they're like they're, at, they're releasing it in certain aspect. Look, it wouldn't be the first time, right? We, we've talked about this before too. There's governments that have done plenty of biowarfare uh, tests on their own population. There's a famous case I think it's back to, I think we have to go back to the 80s, maybe 70s. I forget. Um, New York subway, right? Uh, they were literally spraying biopathogens on on, uh, on uh, unwitting subway, uh, you know, commuters. It's not unheard of. I think even like twelve monkeys, uh, you know, show that scenario. Right? You have one guy with a suitcase. These are these are so small. You need such tiny amounts of this. And if you do it in the right location or even the right people, you could potentially do it. Right? Again, no, I don't have any proof for any of this, and it's all speculation. And and yes, it's it's conspiracy. Think you know maybe even into overdrive. But but what if it is right? I had a, I think I saved a picture too of the size it was comparing the uh you know kind of a virus particle to the size of a single strand of hair which was kind of interesting I, I can't see it here now readily available here I'll see if I can find it later it was kind of interesting and, it, and it's just to show you just like the how easy it would be to just like get this stuff essentially everywhere, right? And 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 yes, of course, it does have a certain lifespan. You can't just have this anywhere. There's I remember the beginning of the when the pandemic broke out, they were saying things such as, "Oh, the virus can survive up to two weeks on, uh, you know, any dead surface and stuff." And I, I still don't know if that's true. Uh, for the most part, it needs an environment like the human body. You know, it's exposed to sunlight, it dies. There are certain things like that. But again, who knows? Maybe they found a, maybe they found a way to do this, right? Okay, so let's talk about the vaccine the, the content of the vaccine in and of itself, right? The different layers of the liposome, for example, right? They did that specifically to make sure that the single strand RNA is not like broken up immediately. it's very, it's very, uh, very weak, very fragile, uh, but they did find different ways, these liposomes, to, to protect it essentially, right, to case it in. That also helps, of course, to penetrate through the cell wall and all these kinds of things. Uh, but then at the same time, that technically, that could be then something they use for protection out in the atmosphere. And maybe it survives longer. I mean, there's so many questions, right? So many questions. But yeah, I don't, I don't doubt it, mother, if they were something that it just hits in um, certain areas at the same time. And I, I'd be watching, too, by the way, uh, many of the red states because they want to try to drive, you know, where there's less vaccination, they, they're going to want to drive up the number of cases to scare, maximize, to scare people into submission. So even if they didn't, never had done something like this before to release something, or or, or someone does it, or whatever, um, I wouldn't be surprised, right? This this could be covert operations. This could be military operations. This could be other agencies. We we just we just don't know, and we just cannot trust these people, right? Um, here's uh, Chris, uh, Chris Guy being uh, arrested. I think it was in uh, in Winnipeg. Look at this.
7: didn't do anything. I We love you, Chris! I don't have a hey, what's it called? It's your fault! I had my lawyer check. Yo, what's it
2: called?
0: Yo, what's it called? He did have a follow-up little uh uh video on this, too, and apparently he was released, and this is from... Earlier today, I believe. Let's listen to this here. Hey,
7: guys, I just got out of jail in Winnipeg. (laughs) And it's not for the warrant that they gave me in May. That was already rescinded. That's why I came here. In fact, what they didn't know was I actually had my lawyer call the night as I arrived to make sure there were no warrants for me anywhere in Canada, especially in Winnipeg. We actually had my lawyer call multiple precincts in Ontario and Manitoba and document everything with the police beforehand. They didn't know that. So today they came to arrest me with a fake warrant. And when I tried to ask them what it was, they wouldn't tell me. When I finally got to friggin' jail, I saw that they arrested me for the same two charges they gave me way back in April that they gave me tickets for, which I currently am fighting in court. Yet somehow they charged me again for the exact same crimes I'm currently in court for. And here's the best part. Yesterday, I had absolutely no warrants anywhere in Canada as verified by multiple police and multiple precincts. Now today, I had no warrant until I started speaking. Then as soon as I started speaking in Winnipeg, a warrant just popped up on CPEC from April that wasn't there yesterday for two offenses that I'm currently already in court for. Can it get any more corrupt than that? That's why they have to let me out tonight and tomorrow the lawsuits begin. The most corrupt province in the history of Canada is Manitoba, and Mr. Brian Pallister thought he was going to show everybody how big and powerful he is, and all he did was show everybody how little his dick is, and now I'm going to feed him his balls on a silver platter, metaphorically of course, and feed them to him, along with all the police officers who engage in this illegal activity tonight. Mark my words, professional standards starts tomorrow, the lawsuit starts the day after. It's all on record, everybody.
0: All right, uh, good for Chris. Guy, he's—I uh, think he's a—he's a funny guy. He does a lot of good work. Hey, I mean, let's 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 give him credit. Um, <laughs> he's a character. I, I like that though about him. To be honest, I just—I—I—I I, I cannot forget that clip when he was in the Rebel Studio, <laughs> talking with the with the guys there um, about things he, you know, forbidden things. Re- Rebel news, right? They couldn't like, uh, you know, or maybe you should call them rabbi news. Uh, they just couldn't let this go that he had tweeted about things that he didn't believe in historically. And they were like, oh, my God, it's, he's a Holocaust denier. Oy, oy vey. You know, we're going to shut it down, right? Um, but anyway, so he walked out of the studio because he thought it was, uh, you know, he, he mentioned uh, what he thought about it. And uh, he did a good job, too. So he's a funny guy. And yes, Chad, I know he has a, he has a, a big, a big teeth. It's probably implants. Um, uh, he's, uh, what is he? He's, uh, Italian stock, I believe. I think he said that, right? Uh, anyway sky good stuff all right so glad he's out we'll keep following him uh, and some of the activism that he does because he does a good job uh, to inspire people and uh, come with you know ideas and suggestions how to fight back what do we do and all that stuff we've been playing uh, a few clips with him here and there uh, recently okay yeah it's all uh, all about his uh, teeth and chat uh, come on guys it's not <laughs> you have to think the content of the man's soul is what we're talking about here not his teeth Anyway, maybe he had him knocked out, who knows, he got a new set. Good for him. Uh Biden administration plans on approving COVID-19 boosters at six months instead of eight. Now, initially it was eight months. Not that it's a big difference, but you got to make these guys some money a little bit sooner. Two months. Can we press it? Can we push it? Can we push it forward two months? So that we can get so we can get the money sooner. That's the question. Pfizer, BioNTech have requested clearance for COVID nineteen vaccine boosters that an official said could be administered six months after previous dose. Dose, and of course, this is because it's not it's not working. Right, uh, COVID nineteen boosters are coming. Here's what to know. Let me just check this. Let's see what this is here. We are
8: announcing our plan to stay ahead of this virus by being prepared to offer COVID-19 booster shots to fully vaccinated adults 18 years and older. They would be eligible for their booster shot eight months after receiving their second dose of the Pfizer or Moderna mRNA vaccines. We plan to start this program the week of September 20th, 2021.
9: The Biden administration booster announcement comes amid reports of fully vaccinated people getting covid cases known as breakthrough infections this includes a wall street journal analysis that found the delta variant is breaking through vaccine protection at a higher rate than other strains
0: called it we said it <laughs> we said it early on uh well i mean we didn't come up with that but we were citing the experts that are worth listening to that talked about this and they said it will create new variants and then it won't be able to be as uh, you know as effective against those variants and keep in mind too and i should we show this in the we can Warrior show, but again, keep in mind that on May 1st, the CDC, they changed these breakthrough cases, and they're only monitoring cases that either lead to hospitalizations or death, thereby they essentially remove our ability to look at the, I mean, I, I don't know if you would call it a control group because they're vaccinated, but I'm saying the so that you can compare and see how many people are actually getting infected now it's just a random thing we don't have the actual numbers because they're not what they're not following those and we're not taking that down they're not you you know getting those statistics so it's just like someone is hospitalized and someone happened to like ask them if they're vaccinated that oh well, well we'll look at that here's one who's vaccinated they dropped that obviously make sure that we can't know how many people that have gotten the vaccine are now getting sick and getting ill it's only if they're hospitalized only if they're dead that they that they go this route uh anyway
8: i want to be very clear this plan is pending the fda conducting an independent evaluation of the safety and effectiveness of a third dose of the pfizer and moderna mrna vaccines and the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices issuing booster dose recommendations based on a thorough review of the evidence.
9: Here's why a third dose booster shot of mRNA vaccines is now recommended for fully vaccinated people. Data suggests that while I'm vaccines are still shown to be highly effective, as antibodies begin to dwindle naturally, the protection vaccines offer can wane over
0: time. The do, you think, do you think the guy... Give me a give me a one in chat if the guy doing this report is vaccinated, a zero if he's not.
9: MRNA boosters that the Biden administration is recommending could have a big impact. Studies show that they generate higher levels of neutralizing antibodies than just two doses alone. Neutralizing antibodies are the ones primarily responsible for stopping the virus from entering cells.
4: Antibodies are seen as providing some of that initial protection against the virus potentially stop infection from happening and from the virus from spreading. The reason why we are seeing vaccines still hold up and be effective at preventing hospitalization or severe disease or death is because of other parts of the immune system. But what's known as the adaptive immune system, such as T cells or memory B cells, T cells actually identify, seek out and destroy the infected cells.
9: The Mm. mRNA vaccine makers have released data showing that antibody levels have increased following booster shots. And Pfizer and partner BioNTech are planning to seek clearance from the FDA for a COVID-19 booster for the general population. The company said they sent the FDA results from a small early stage study showing a third dose of vaccines generated higher levels of neutralizing antibodies against the original
0: virus, as well as the the beta and
9: delta variants. The third dose appeared safe in the trial as well. Yeah, the Biden safe. administration is recommending that booster shots for the general public be taken about eight months after the second dose of mRNA vaccines. And, but now, for it's, some and now it's six
0: months, right? So that's the article uh, they, they headlined at this story here. Now it's six months. And then it'll be, f- you know, f- four months. And then it'll be three. And then it'll be every month. We'll just put this pack on you and you just get a continuous, you get a, uh, yeah, let me see how they do that. They have some kind of device on you on you but very small right we don't want to, it can't be intrusive but the, it's remotely connected. you know it's a smart device right it's an Internet of Things fourth industrial Revolution type of device. They're just receiving they're re- receiving new code that's generated by you know a, a, a big pharma company and then it updates a new uh, code every time. And it's just straight into your, you know, your, in your, whether it's your arm or something like that, right? Or maybe it's one of those, what do they, they call again? The, uh, the, the tattoos they were working on earlier, optical tattoos. What was it? I forget what they were called, but it was like su- very tiny needles, right? And they can distribute uh, me- medicine and, and drugs and shit like this, right? And they'll just remotely send a new digital code to this device that translates that into RNA, uh, which is injected into you, and then your body just produces these things all the time. Quantum tattoos. Yeah, it was, I forget what it was called. Something like that.
9: And don't have a strong immune response to the standard two-course vaccine regimen. Booster shots could be needed even sooner. The current guidance in the CDC is that those who are moderately to severely immunocompromised should take a third dose of an mRNA vaccine at least 28 days after the
0: second shot. <laughs> so it's a, It's, like, it's the, like they want these people to die. It would be like the worst thing that you can do uh, if you're immunocompromised
4: compromise people uh, is a very broad term that includes people who are uh, transplant patients. So if you have a kidney transplant, it can include some cancer patients, basically individuals whose immune systems don't necessarily respond like the general populations.
9: Some of those who fall into this category should be able to walk into certain clinics to get a booster shot now. But for the general population,
0: boosters have not yet been approved by the FDA. Which gives- did you do you guys remember? We'll pause there, but did you guys remember too? There was people now that mixing and matching. They they go to j- no one's keeping track of this yet, right? As far as we know, anyway. And um, they were they're going into different places. They they travel to different states, even different someone in different countries. They flew out of one country, and they've gotten something like eight shots or something like that. And they think this will you know help to protect them. It will boost their immune system and all that stuff. And they're mixing and matching different. For some reason that they you shouldn't do that, they say, like you can't you, you shouldn't take like a Moderna and then a Pfizer uh, or a, a Johnson and Johnson and then do a AstraZeneca or something like you need to apparently stick to one brand for some interesting reason. Um, Anyway, we'll talk more uh, about the details here, also of how the FDA have kind of circumvented this with the approval here in a moment, because that's important. Uh, vegan videos over on Enterprise Stream says, Henrik, the virus does not exist." Please have Dr. Andrew Kaufman on the show, and he will explain how we know, uh, without the shadow of a doubt, that it does not exist. We need uh, to get this thinking straight. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm open to that, to completely open to it. The only thing, the only thing that. Uh, the only thing that takes me in a different way, and thank you for your chat, by the way, Vegan Videos. And thank you for the uh, the uh, the super chat, generous super chat. I appreciate that. So the again, before that, I would be I'd be completely with you. The only thing that feels weird to me is that what we just had for for two and a half weeks. And I'm not saying it's like, well, how do you know it was a cold? Well, I I don't. It it because we didn't we never tested for it. And even if you test for it, I know that too. If you test for it, right? But let's say an antibody test then. So we had a, another friend, um who works on movie sets and stuff like that, and he he just said that, you know, someone called him from the production company and said, oh, you, you know, super excited, apparently. Like, you've, <laughs> you've, you've tested positive, and she's all excited about this. And then he went uh, to go and get an antigen test on his own dime, and it shows that he didn't have the antibodies, so he's not, you know, he's not infected, right? So we know about the false positives. The only thing I'd say is, it just that what we had feels different. It felt different. I've never had that type of cold before. Let's just assume it was a cold. And again, I'm, I'm still recognizing that's what it could have been. We, we were sick. And I know there's all this issue with like, you know, the Koch's postulates and what is it? How do we produce it? I know about exosome. I know about all that stuff, right? Uh, the only thing I know, whatever they say that people are getting, it felt like what I was getting. And it, it felt unnatural. I've never had a cold like that before. It felt different. And that's why I think it's whatever it is. It feels uh, engineered or man-made. Again, this is just you know my own uh, anecdotal, you know, a- a experience at this point. But I recognize it could be anything. It could be anything. One of the reasons people say why, why does the antivirals work so well on this? Uh, or sorry, it's a virus, but anti anti medicine works so well uh, on this, allegedly, right? The FDA and the, you know they're put or the CDC they're putting that down. They say it's you know dangerous and all that stuff, right? But Uh, Ivermectin. Israel is working on like what three different ones or something like that. Um, So maybe it's a maybe it's some parasite. I don't know. Maybe there's something else, right? So I'm totally open on like what it is or or I'm not going to nail, you know, uh, box it in and just say it's this. I'm completely positive. The only thing I can go on is my own experience. And it just felt differently. It was like a designer drug at times is going up and down a very prolonged and it's I mean it's still a little little bit there with me kind of in the background Um, so I think people are getting something whatever it is right whatever they claim they're getting something we know people that uh, you know they're like winded for six months after having this thing too you know Uh, I I don't know anybody that's died from it you know so I'm not saying that but uh, anyway thank you vegan video that's just my take on it I don't know what the hell it is but whatever it is I think I think we probably had it, but I could be wrong. So we'll see. We might do an antigen test, and we'll see. We'll see if that leads to anything. Um, RoboThink, have you seen this meme? Uh, pretty funny. I think it's maybe it's the one. Is it the one? Uh, okay, we'll pull that up in the uh, right at the end. Thank you, sir. That's good. I'll uh, add that in. Uh, let me see. I've oh, quite a bit to get to still, so hopefully we can. Oh, I, was doing... <laughs> I have too many keyboards. That's why. Okay, I'm going to save that. Thank you. RoboThink, I appreciate that. Uh, let me see. Okay. Got that down. All right, let's move on here. We do have some other stuff to cover. Uh, so here's the call, uh, the media call that um, the FDA did. And I just want to play a little bit of a segment here. We're going to get into the 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 approval and all that too. FDA holds briefing after granting Pfizer BioNTech, I always said BioNTech, but B- Beyond, I guess it's Beyond Tech then. Is that what it is? BioNTech, Tech. Anyway. Uh, tech's COVID vaccine full approval, and we'll get into the details of that, into the weeds of that here in a moment. Listen to what they uh, said here, though. This is uh, actually somewhat interesting. We can listen more to this, but it's the male doctor, Peter Marks, that are addressing here, and keep in mind, too, the woman on the right here, Janet Woodcock. Is the one who approved fentanyl? We we'll play this clip in the Weekend Warrior show. She's approved some of the most heinous, dis- like, like the worst type of medications you can ever imagine. She has performed so poorly, and this was came in the wake of another uh, all, all, very. They just call it controversial medication, but it basically like people are getting sick. It's not working. It's a horrible side effects and all that stuff. I forget what the medic- me- uh, medication was called. The drug was called. Uh, but she approved that. She's cozy with big pharma. She's taking a lot of money. There's like this is out in the open. There's no one that's like. So she wasn't approved to become the permanent head of the FDA. She's just an interim, like an intermediary right now. Uh, but she, this woman is horrible. But it's with her help that this approval of a Pfizer-Biontech uh, vaccine was uh, was was done, right? But this is what uh, Peter Mark said. Listen to this here. Second
10: dose, and approximately twelve thousand vaccine recipients have been let me see oh, it's for at least six this up months. the most common reported side effects by clinical trial participants who received comirnaty uh, were pain redness and swelling at the injection
0: okay so comirnaty I've, I should mention that right away then comirnaty is the name that they have given to the approved vaccine so they claim it's as, exactly the same as Pfizer BioNTech's thing that we don't know either but the point is the vaccine the, in the vial that that it says Pfizer BioNTech on the vial that's not approved. That has not been approved. It's a they call, It's a subset. It's a BLA improvement. We'll get you to, we'll talk about more about that in a moment. But so the emergency use, uh, use authorization is still for the Pfizer BioNTech um, so-called vaccine, right? We know it's an mRNA technology and all that stuff. But so that it's approved for that. But so, but so, community is, is, is the only thing that's been approved, and we'll get into the problems with that in a moment. So, that's you know, and then name is always weird too. Community, we'll, we'll even look at that in a moment. Um, let's keep listening though. That's not the important point right
10: now. Insight, fatigue, headaches, muscular joint pain, chills, and fever. Additionally. The FDA conducted a rigorous evaluation of the data pertaining to myocarditis and pericarditis events following administration of the vaccine authorized for emergency use, and it's determined that the data demonstrates increased risk, particularly within seven days following the second dose. The observed risk is higher among males under 40 years of age compared to females and older males. The observed risk is highest in males aged 12 through 17 years of age, and available data from short suggests that most symptoms have now resolved uh, after the occurrence of uh, myocarditis. A warning about these risks is also included in the community prescribing information, which is available on FDA.gov. The FDA, together with our federal partners, will continue to closely monitor the vaccine safety to ensure that any potential concerns uh, continue to be identified and evaluated in a timely manner.
0: So, the study is still ongoing that's what's so amazing about this right it's still it's not there they have approved it well comernity they've approved they haven't approved pfizer BioNTech under that name if that's on the vial it's not (laughs) approved it's unapproved i know it's it's a trick right but they're recognizing here that it's still ongoing uh, we'll keep. Uh, we'll keep an eye. We've approved this, but it's still going. You know, some studies is pertaining to certain problems with the vaccine. Some of those studies are going up to twenty twenty three. Some of them are going up to twenty twenty five. We'll look at the details of this later here. But they're pretending that there's no issues. They're pretending that people haven't died from this vaccine. They're pretending that they're re- well. There are some risks. Okay, sure. But people like aren't dying, and I'm looking for you know again for the, the just the main takeouts out of you know, the recognized you know, victim, the death number of this here, even so far. But it, just a few more minutes of what he's talking about here.
10: The FDA is requiring the company to conduct post-marketing studies to further assess the risks of myocarditis and pericarditis following vaccination with Comirnaty, including an evaluation of long-term outcomes among individuals who develop myocarditis. In addition, the company is committed to conducting uh, additional post-marketing safety studies including conducting a pregnancy registry to study and evaluate pregnancy and infant outcomes after vaccination during pregnancy.
0: We continue to work Th- there, that part about the pregnancy. L- listen to that.
10: The FDA is requiring the company to conduct post-marketing studies to further assess the risks of myocarditis and pericarditis following vaccination with Comirnaty, including an evaluation of long-term outcomes among individuals who develop myocarditis. In addition, the company is committed to conducting uh, additional post-marketing safety studies, including conducting a pregnancy registry to study and evaluate pregnancy and infant outcomes after vaccination during pregnancy.
0: But they're, they have recommended this to pregnant women. They're recommending this. Now the pregnant women must take this vaccine. You should get it. And in fact, if you, if you even want to go into this or that hospital, now you have to get fixed it, but it's still ongoing. They, they just, they don't know. They don't have any answers to this. We are the we're the, we're the ongoing study as they're doing this as they're approving this new community. It's not it's not it's not settled. It's not decided that, it, that it's safe. It's not they're not they're saying we'll just keep monitoring this while we're while we're giving the approval of this new weird name community, which is Pfizer's BioNTech's vaccine.
10: We continue to work tirelessly safe and to protect public health and are strongly committed to upholding the trust um, that the public has placed in us. Today's action signifies a major achievement in the challenge to end the COVID-19 pandemic. We know that working together we will succeed in this goal. I'd like to take this opportunity to comment on one of the biggest challenges and,
0: and here it he goes. Now the, the misinformation, that's the big boogeyman
10: that we still face in getting the public vaccinated and that's the overwhelming amount of information that's been circulating about COVID-19 vaccines. We've heard false claims that COVID-19 vaccines cause infertility, contain microchips and
0: okay, that it causes infertility. You just admitted that you're you're monitoring those. We're still we're stu- we keep studying that. We'll keep monitoring this, and we'll see what we'll see what happens. We'll see if there's a, and if there's any worry or an issue. Of course, we'll report that, and then we'll rec, we'll we'll go from there and recommend that. It means the damage is done. If there's a problem with this vaccine, which many of us speculate that there is. The damage is going to be done. And what the hell are, are they going to do at that point? Oh, wh- whoops! Sorry. Well, the study was going up to twenty twenty five, but all those people died. But you know that's fine. It's it's. We, it's safe and effective, and it's legal, too.
10: cause COVID-19. And worse, we've heard false claims that thousands of people have died from the vaccine. What?
0: OK. We've heard false claims that thousands of people have died from the vaccine. So they're pretend and yes, I know this is a, an alternative health website, but they do good work, health impact news. Uh, they continuously monitor and pull out from the various database and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, and and again, the number could be much higher. It's a big, huge problem with the VERSA database. We've talked about that many times too. You know, as little as maybe one percent are finally recorded into the VERSA database. So we don't even we don't even know. That's the other thing, right? But anyway, it's recorded uh, 1.5 uh, million injuries, and I mean at least at the base minimum, 9,027 deaths, and that's just falling Pfizer's. That's not the other one. I'm just talking about the Pfizer's one now that's got gotten the the full full approval. From the FDA, and they're pulling that out, you know, from VAERS. Um And oh well, that doesn't mean it. It's just reported cases. Yeah, you think they were just like <laughs> there's nothing to this? It's just it's just tricked tricksters going into the Verris database to submit this because they, you know. So there's there's thousands of deaths that's Deaths, <laughs> but they're pretending it's not happening. Right? They're just pretending. Oh well, this this is misinformation. It's this, and these are the people you want to trust. These are the people that you rely on. Big pharma scum. It's it's just incredible to me how naive people can be.
10: Let me be clear: these claims are simply not.
0: Yeah, no one has died. there's no one that has been injured or have died from from Pfizer's vaccine.
10: Getting a COVID-19 vaccine can save your life. As Dr. Woodcock said a few moments ago, we know that for some people, FDA approval of a COVID-19 vaccine may give them the confidence to get vaccinated. By following our rigorous processes to evaluate this application, We hope those who have waited until now to make the choice to protect themselves and all thereby also help protect their communities uh, by reducing the spread of COVID-19 will go and get vaccinated. I urge you and your loved ones to get vaccinated and help put an end to this pandemic. I'd like now to turn. All right.
0: And so then they turn it over to the other people there. But uh, yeah, so with a, you know, 90, what, 9 point something percent survival rate for um, for those who are not, you know, has some prior condition. Why the hell would you add the risk? Why, would, why the hell would you add the risk of something untested and new technology approved by crooks who are in the pockets of big pharma that are making billions of dollars right now off of this? the whole establishment the financial connection i mean it's disgusting what these people are doing absolutely disgusting two things mainstream media didn't tell you about fda's approval of pfizer the pfizer vaccine buried in the fine print of monday's approval by the us food and drug administration of the pfizer karmirnaty covid vaccine are two critical factors that affect whether the vaccine can be mandated and whether pfizer can be held liable for injuries now this is very interesting here so monday the fda approved the biological license application that's the yeah the the bla uh, approval that i talked about biologics license application i forgot what it stood for uh, for pfizer's karmirnaty vaccine The press reported that vaccine mandates are now legal for military healthcare workers, college students, and employees in many industries. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio has now required the vaccine for all teachers and school staff. The Pentagon is proceeding with its mandate for all military service members. But there are several bizarre aspects to the FDA approval that will uh, prove confusing to those not familiar with the pervasiveness of the of the FDA's regulatory capture or the depths of the agency's cynicism. First, the FDA acknowledges that while Pfizer has insufficient stocks of the newly licensed Comirnaty vaccine available, there is a, quote, significant amount of the Pfizer BioNTech COVID vaccine produced under Emergency Use Authorization, EUA, that are still available for use. Now this, for some, I think they will boil this down to, well, you're splitting hairs. It doesn't really matter. Pfizer BioNTech is Comirnaty, so it it doesn't matter. Uh, I say screw that, screw that shit. Like if someone is trying to force you to take a vaccine and you're asking them to see the vial and it says Comirnaty on that, then technically, legally, doesn't make it right or anything like that, but tech, as a technicality, legally, then they can force you. I mean, you could quit, there's all these other issues, but like, you know, according to the law, then they could like, you, you need to, you need to take this. We're forcing you by law. You can't fight this or otherwise you, you have to, you know, quit or, you know, not be part of that anymore. Those are demanding you to take the vaccine. But if there's anything else on that vial, including Pfizer BioNTech on there, then that is not approved. It's a technicality, yes, but it's still one that is something that we, for now, can, can drive home and say, if there's insufficient stock of the of comernity this vaccine that has been approved, what do you think they'll do? It's a, this, it's a trick. They're going to have you take Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, which has not been approved, Community has been approved, but you'll think that it's been approved because they say that it's been approved and everyone in the media repeats it and say, oh, well, it's been approved. That's it. Not full approval. No, it's yeah. Under emergency use authorization. Yeah, that's a different thing. It's a it's a trick to get people to vote again. They telling you what they're doing and giving you a chance an out a chance to get out but then people are just pretending like it's not happening to get you to volunteer to say, "Okay, well, I'll go. I'll, I'll go. It's approved. I'll go get it." I think there's even people who are going to get Moderna. They're going to get uh, Johnson and Johnson. That's a slightly different type of vaccine, though. But they're going to get uh, AstraZeneca, and they're going to believe that it's that it's approved. It's all about getting, as they've said many times, shots in arms of people out there in the real world. And they don't care what under what pretense or 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 why they're doing this, right? Continues here. The FDA decrees that the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine under the EUA emergency use authorization should remain unlicensed, but can be used interchangeably. This is on page two, footnote eight on on this press release, the letter that they sent to Pfizer, the FDA. With newly licensed community products. Second, the FDA pointed out that the licensed Pfizer community community vaccine and the existing EUA Pfizer vaccine are legally distinct, but proclaims that their difference do not impact safety or effectiveness. So they are legally distinct. That's, a, that's an outtake from the letter, right? Which means then they can't legally force you to take something that's under EUA, right? There is a huge real-world difference between products approved under EUA compared with those that the FDA has fully licensed. EUA products are experimental under US law. Both the Nuremberg Code and federal regulations provide that no one can force a human being to participate in this experiment. Under 21 US Code Section 360BB-3E, Authorization for Medical Products for Use in Emergencies it is unlawful to deny someone a job or an education because they refuse to be an experimental subject. Instead, potential recipients have an absolute right to refuse EUA, emergency use authorization, vaccines. U.S. law, however, permit employees and schools to require student, students and workers to take licensed vaccines, which, again, I think, I think it's completely wrong. I think it's, it, that needs to be changed. Just because it's legal doesn't make it right, doesn't make it moral, doesn't make it uh, scientific, scientifically correct and all that stuff. But be that as it may, we're just dealing with the, the fine print here now of like what it is that they're asking people to do. EUA-approved COVID vaccines have an extraordinary liability shield under the 2005 Public Readiness and Preparedness Act. Vaccine manufacturers, distributors, providers, and government planners are immune from liability. The only way an injured party can sue is if he or she can provide or prove willful misconduct and if the U.S. government had also brought an enforcement action against the party for willful misconduct. No such lawsuit have ever succeeded. The government has created an extremely stringent compensation program called the Countermeasures Injury Compensation Program to redress injuries from all emergency use authorization products. The program's parsimonious administrators have compensated under four percent of petitioners to date, and not a single COVID vaccine injury, despite the fact that physicians, families, and injured vaccine recipients have reported more than six hundred thousand COVID vaccine injuries. From from Verge again, right? At least for the moment, the Pfizer Comirnaty vaccine has no liability shield. Vials of the branded product, which says Comirnaty on the label are subject to the same product liability laws as other U.S. products. Now, this is very interesting, very important, very interesting, too. When the Center for Disease Control and Prevention's Advisory Committee for Immunization Practices places a vaccine on the mandatory schedule, a childhood vaccine benefits from a generous retinue of liability protections. But licensed adult vaccines, including the new Comirnaty, do not enjoy any liability shield. That's interesting. Why, why the hell is that? They just haven't gotten it yet, right? Just as with Ford's exploding Pinto or Monsanto's herbicide Roundup, people injured by the Cominari vaccine could potentially... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Sorry about that. <laughs> I pressed the wrong key there. My, right in the good part. Uh, hot key. All right? uh, let me back up here then. It's, it's important stuff. But licensed uh, but licensed adult vaccines, including the new Cominari, uh, do not enjoy any liabilities sealed just as with Ford's exploding Pinto or Monsanto's herbicide Roundup people injured by the Comenarte vaccine could potentially sue for damages so that's a at that's at least one way out of that situation do will want protect you sure you could die but what are you going to do sue them but it's important to get them to essentially f- to to fold on the issue right it's splitting. In one way, you can say it's splitting hairs, but I don't care at this point. It's like any way you can to like get out of this situation. If you're, if an employer is forcing you, for example, right, this is something you can you can use against them. If you show up, if they're telling you you have to take this vaccine, or you'll get fired, you have have up to this state. If you walk all the way into that, you know that nurse's office or wherever they're administering these vaccines. You have a right to see what they're injecting into you. You have a right to see the vial. And if it's anything else, than common Cominarty on there. They can't force you to do it. And that's very important. Now, if it is on there, of course, you can run and run and the other- <laughs> flee. Run quick, right? But if it's not, it's a, te- it's a technicality. Continues there. And because adults injured by the vaccine will be able to show that the manufacturer knew of the problems with the product, product, jury awards could be astronomical i mean it might not of course they 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 have the courts in their pocket many of these you know companies do but at least that's one one way that they would be um, could suffer under this right pfizer is therefore unlikely to allow any american to take comirnaty vaccine until it can somehow arrange immunity for this product i'm not sure what that process is like i'm not sure how long that would take all that stuff right but it means in most in, in in all likelihood you are not going to see many vials with the label community on it it's a trick it's a it's a way to get around the issue get them to take the Pfizer bioNTech thing and if there's anything legal that pops up oh well you know this is uh, Pfizer bio it's under EUA it's not up to us Given this background, the FDA's acknowledgement in its approval letter that there are insufficient stocks of the licensed commonality, but an abundant supply of the EUA Pfizer BioNTech jab exposes the approval as a cynical scheme to encourage businesses and schools to impose illegal jab mandates. If they get you to approve to it and think that it's something which is not, who's going to stop them? This is up to you at the end of the day. You say no or you say yes. If you think it's legal and they did give it to you, and when, it, when in fact it wasn't, who's going to do something about that? The FDA's clear motivation, I've got to watch out don't press that button again for the intro, the FDA's clear motivation is to enable Pfizer to quickly unload inventories of a vaccine that science and the vaccine adverse events reporting system have exposed as unreasonably dangerous and that the Delta variant has rendered obsolete. Americans told that the Pfizer COVID vaccine is now licensed will understandably assume COVID vaccine mandates are lawful, but only EUA authorized vaccines for which no one has any real liability will be available during the next few weeks and when many school mandate deadlines occur. Maybe they will just continue to do the um, Pfizer BioNTech uh, vials. And, and this Comirnaty would, would, won't, won't even be on the, on, the, on the vial. We don't know. The point is, they at least temporarily can get a lot of people to force to take this Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine under the EUA and get out of it in that way and get a whole slew of people to, to, to fold and submit to something which is illegal. The FDA appears to purposefully be tricking American citizens into giving up their rights to refuse an experimental product. While the media has trumpeted that the new FDA approved COVID-19 vaccines, the FDA has not approved the Pfizer BioNTech vaccines, nor any COVID vaccines for the 12 to 15 um, year age group, nor any booster doses for anyone. They're looking at that now, apparently, right? Uh, And the FDA has not licensed any Moderna vaccine, nor any vaccine from Johnson & Johnson. So the vast majority, if not all of the vaccines available in the U.S. remain unlicensed EUA products. Here's what you need to know when somebody orders you to get the vaccine. Ask to see the vial. If it says Comirnaty, it is a licensed product. If it says Pfizer BioNTech, it's an experimental product. And under this code that we mentioned before, 21 U.S. Code 360 BBB, you have the right to refuse. If it comes to Moderna or Johnson & Johnson marketed as Janssen, you have the right to refuse. The FDA is playing bait and switch with the American public, but we don't have to play along. If it doesn't say come or you have not been offered an approved vaccine. All right. So that's interesting. That that gives a different um, that gives a different spin to two things, right? Okay, we talked about that one uh, and that one. Yeah, someone pulled out to the uh, Comirnati is it's spelled C-O-M-I, and then they've added in RNA in between and then T Y. Com R N A T. Com Comirnati. Very, very strange word. Those these medical products always have very dumb names. Um but anyway, in law, comity, as it says it might be comedy, but comity, but with RNA added in. Who knows? Is a practice among different political entities, as countries, states, or courts, or different jurisdictions, involving the mutual recognized, recog- the mutual recognition of legislative, executive, and judicial acts. Again, no idea if that's what it means. when someone pull it out? And anyway, what's interesting, the doctrine of international comity. Legalese, right? Anyway, here's an outtake from the. Uh, uh, from the uh, from the document here, and this is the here's the full document on the FDA's website here, uh, or the le- it's a letter to Pfizer. Right? They write a letter and say, oh, "Here, you know, here you go. We've approved it for you." But it says on August twenty third, two thousand twenty one, uh, having concluded that revising this EUA is appropriate to protect the public health or safety under section five six four, blah blah blah, of the Act. FDA is reissuing the August twelve. 2021 uh, letter for authorization in its entirety with revisions incorporated to clarify that the EUA will remain in place for the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine for the previously authorized indication and uses, and to authorize use of Comirnaty COVID-19 vaccine mRNA under this EUA for certain uses that are not included in the approved BLA, and that's a Biologics License Application BLA, which they talk about above in that in that passage, but it's this—it's legalese, They squirm and worm their way out of some of this. They—it's—it's legals, and it, so it's up for interpretation. It's all these other things weaved in. It's never just clear and straight up. It's always a hook. It's always a some way that they—they they squirm, right? But so yeah, so so Khamernati has been approved um under this uh, biologics license application the bla right uh but not all of them there's different you know different criteria and different things that they're talking about or whatever but um anyway so that's the letter these are important things to kind of keep in mind right uh and also just you know to uh to be aware of that that's like they 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 have approved some of the most horrific things ever uh, the fda that just because it's approved doesn't make it right Uh We've talked about these in the t- in the past. We've did s- segments on this, but you know they've a- approved dangerous drugs, carcinogenic substances. They've approved uh, all kinds of uh, food additives and all crazy stuff, right? And the median cost of bringing a new drug to market is nine hundred and eighty-five million, according to study. A new study. Uh, apparently, it's something like a hundred million to get an, a, a drug approved for uh, for FDA for, from the FDA. It's like a little. It's like a little cartel. That you basically pay money, and these people are doing the approvals—they're co—they're cozy with big pharma. I'm sure they get kickbacks. I'm sure they get things on the slide on the side. You know, they got them in the bag. Uh, here's another one. Here, then, FDA approval requires Pfizer to submit study results analyzing risk of myocarditis, right? The myo ca- card carditis, sorry, myocarditis, which is the hard heart issue, right? And per pericarditis, What is? I forget what that is again, but uh, this is a heart issue, pericarditis, as maybe someone in chat knows, uh, and risk to long-term infant development in pregnant women. Study results, though, for this will be submitted to the FDA for review October 31st, 2025 and May 31st, 2027, respectively. it's an ongoing study okay it's an ongoing study we're the test we're the we're the subjects we're it's 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 happening right now we don't know because there aren't any long-term studies we are those who are vaccinated right now they are the long-term study just be aware of that let me check entropy here before we move into this one um Robo oh, we did that one. I, I pulled that up. Robo think will uh, show that at the end. Draconian Gip of Death. Thank you, sir. It says if I get jabbed, I do not, uh, do no longer have human rights because I've become trans retarded. <laughs> well, so there was that interesting thing, right? Someone said, and it was like a, um, again, it like a legal, that's how they get out of a certain situation, right? It's like a legal, uh, loophole or, you know, well, we can't, you can't, um, genetically, uh, you can't, uh, license like a tomato. But if you add just a little bit of genetic code from a cod into it, which prevents it from freezing during winter time, for example, and you can grow a tomato in sub freezing temperatures, then it's not really a tomato anymore. It's, not, it's a new, it's an invention. It's this company come in here and, and, and invented a new thing and therefore they can license that, right? So there's a license fee on that and they can make money on that. And some people made the joke that, well, if you, get, if you are gemood, if, you're, uh, if, you're, if you become genetically modified by agreeing to having uh, uh, things in your body being changed by messenger RNA or whatever, or you become a, a factory of, of producing spiked proteins, just as a legal classification, you're not, you're not really human anymore. And in fact, we can put a license fee on you now. Uh, Dracooning Gip of deaths. Uh, support to Red Ice, keep up the great work, everyone. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Archie, the vaccines will reduce the number of old age pension collectors. I I think it does. I, I think in the early stages, Archie, I, I talked about the the possibility that China was running some kind of program like this on, on, on their population. Uh, I'm not sure how their pension system works, but it's essentially many of these societies have always considered kind of the elderly like a burden and you have to pay for them and stuff and might be a easy way out for them to basically um, save some money in a economically de- declining you know world essentially now but um so maybe that's a way out you're absolutely right maybe they maybe they do want to take out certain uh, segments of the population right lumberjack says how do we get back to the old sane timeline henrik <laughs> i don't like clown world timelines i don't think that, as for now for now, we are indefinitely indefin- on the clown world timeline. It's 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 not going to change until until we create a new timeline. And it might sound kind of gay, but it's true. And what I mean by that is when when we when we can detach and dislodge from from the people and the 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 systems that are run by these people and when we no longer need them to be dependent. This is not going to happen overnight. This is going to take forever. We're in fact, we're starting very late, very, very late in the process. But one positive thing is, and I'm seeing these discussions within people who are within the health, um, uh, the healthcare industry, for example, they're saying like, we're going to need doctors and hospitals that are like, that don't demand these things and they are run privately. We're going to need other segments of our society being run by people who are not going to put these same requirements on people that you have to submit to an experimental medical technology just to partake in society. We need to div- we need to invent or create rather our own timeline. We need to create our own system, and it's happening whether you want it or not. Either you submit and you fold and you're part of that, or you're forced to 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 innovate and create and do something new and step away and 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 expand in different areas get together with a network of people that knows how to do stuff right that's what i think anyway thank you lumberjack appreciate that um so yeah i mean they're creating second-hand citizens uh out of us which ironically then the only way out of that is to cr- to to become first uh first-class citizens in our own civilization in our own co- i mean will they allow us to sure maybe not but what the hell are you going to do you get a try um so this is interesting story here unused moderna vaccine doses may contain foreign materials according to japan japanese health authorities japan's health ministry said thursday it has received reports from multiple mass vaccination centers in the country that some portion of the unused doses of moderna inc's COVID 19 vaccine have been found to contain foreign materials. Japanese drug maker Takeda Pharmaceuticals Co. said it is suspending use of 1.63 million doses of the Moderna vaccine as a precaution, although the company has yet to see any reports of safety concerns over this issue. Takeda is in charge of sales and distribution in Japan of the Moderna vaccine, which has mainly been administered by the country's mass vaccination centers and business offices. What kind of foreign materials that we're talking about here are we're talking about uh graphene oxide or is it something else i don't know we'll have to see this was happening in um two european countries as well this is uh kind of interesting uh croatia and australia have become the first countries to set vaccination expiry dates this change could affect thousands of holidaymakers. The new rules mean you are only considered immune from COVID-19 for 270 days after your second vaccine. <laughs> Again, we knew, we saw this, we knew this was coming, and someone on 4chan kind of made a joke, to, joke about this a while ago. Congratu- congratulations. Now, every time your immune system is challenged, you will need to pay for boosters to stay alive. Your immune system has been turned into a subscription service. And that's what we talked about, right? Everything as a service. Everything as a service. Everything as a service. You won't own anything and you will be utterly miserable. You have to pay these people to live. That's where this is going. If you've if you've entered onto this path, there's no going back, back right? That's the argument. You know, if you've, you've you've gone past that stage, there's, you know, the uh they've 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 locked the door and they've thrown away the key. That's why I don't want to go onto that path. So with all these things in consideration, what they're worried about is not it's not the side effects of these vaccines or the sly, legalese, circumvention, snaky kind of way that the FDA is trying to get people to, to take a, a vaccine under uh, EUA, which still hasn't been fully approved, to get them to think that it's been approved and get them, Haha, get them to take it anyway. With all those things happening and all the injuries, all the deaths, all the weird effects and women, you know, the skin rotting off, uh, Bell's palsy, your face is drooping nerve issues, people shaking uncontrollably, just passing out. Massive risks here, right? Does it happen to everyone? No, not not right away at least, but we'll see in uh, we'll see in two to three years. A year to three years from now. We'll see. So the worry is fake COVID-19 vaccination cards. Now that's that's something that that we should worry about. That's the real danger here. You're putting you're putting people's lives at risk by not being vaccinated. But what you're vaccinated So you're protected. Yeah, but I'm not protected against you. Everybody has to be vaccinated for this to work. But if people are still getting infected and sick and passing on that illness to others, if they are vaccinated, how exactly is it supposed to work? What, what does it do that makes it work? Isn't the point of it to protect you against the No, no, everybody needs it. Why? It's not protecting it. People are still getting infected and sick. Oh, no, everybody has to be ex- vaccinated exactly at the same time. If everybody had done it right away, we would have been safe. No, it's creating new variants and people are still getting sick. <laughs> and anyway, I'm not going to go through the article here a growing number, I will read a little bit from, a growing number of colleges and universities are requiring proof of covid nineteen vaccination for students and to attend in-person classes. But the new mandate has opened the door for those opposed to getting the vaccine to cheat the system according to interviews with students, education and law enforcement officials. Faculty and students of dozens of schools interviewed by the Associated Press said they are concerned about how easy it is to get fake vaccine cards. And why do they warn about this? Because they want this as a digital health pass. It needs to be tied to the blockchain. It's an an immutable ledger that can never be changed and altered. Use blockchain technology to make sure that your new health pass, your new digital ID, your digital persona is merged into your physical self. And we can check on you at any time. Here's the Guardian. Over to the EU, spreading like a virus inside the EU's struggle to debunk COVID lies. That's right. This is the big worry here. Yeah, Do you guys remember uh, Multipass? Was that from uh, uh, Fifth Element, right? You guys remember that? Multi-pass. That's what, <laughs> that's where we're going to. You're gonna. was I mean, pretty accurate. He lives in a pod, right? The fridge and the uh, the fridge and the shower was like what in the same space, right? Um, it was like a tiny pod. The only thing would be the uh, I forget the food uh, Fifth Element. She was eating chicken quite a bit, but it was wasn't it wasn't it like uh, generated? It was like fake meat? Wasn't it? I, I could be wrong on that, but I think the chicken she ate was like made, right? It was just it was just like created in some box somewhere, like uh, Star Trek style, I think. Multipass. spreading like a virus inside EU struggle to debunk COVID lies. Understaffed and underpowered, a Brussels task force tries to fight a fake news tide that threatens to undermine the union <laughs> itself. Everything's going to fall apart if you don't get vaccinated. If you don't believe what we all believe, that's it. It's over. And again, it's just they just. It, People think hydrochloroquine is working, and other alternative medicine like ivermectin. They're crazy, and then they bring up you know some of the other deep, you know conspiracy theories that were tied into this, and try to lump it all together and say it's all the same thing. And then if you kind of get to the you know the main the main thrust of it here, basically, uh, it's basically uh, Russia. Uh, Russia's been um, COVID denial and anti-vaxxer disinformation linked to Russia. And to a lesser extent, China being disseminated in several languages across, across Europe. So basically, it's, uh, it's the Kremlin behind uh, uh, people's skepticism of the vax uh, in the EU, ever-present. Uh, along with several serving and forming uh, the picture that emerges of its counter-propaganda efforts hamstrung during the pandemic by a man- mandate focused almost entirely on Russia. Uh, the EU's response leaves an open field to anti-vax disinformation, fuels COVID-denier movements, and so distrust in public health authorities. You, you've, you've done that absolutely on your own. There's no one else to blame than yourself on this. And this is what Nathany Vogel, a senior analyst at Kremlin Watch, said, which monitors Russian disinformation for the European Value Center for Security Policy. All right. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, the, the Kremlin would be laughing their asses off. This, so this is what these people are worrying about. While they're doing this to us, they're trying to deflect and say that this is really, if you don't believe in the vaccine, you're doing Russia a favor. You're playing playing into Russia's hands. Do do they have their own agenda? Of course they do. But this is just silly, right? Um, thinks says, I think the chicken was dehydrated, kind of like the pizza in Back to the Future 2. Oh, that's what it was. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, fifth element chicken. Yeah, it was something like that. I remember that. But it's basically where we're we're going. You know, it's just like, oh, it's just some little base material. Then you put it in this device and it just blows it up like a balloon. And then you can hear it, right? Uh, The Atlantic is now getting into this aspect, too, that this is problem-reaction-vaccine scenario here, that uh, they're slowly in the mainstream media beginning to admit that it's not working. The vaccine is not working. It's getting the new variants are 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 getting worse. Uh, How will will it mutate? Eventually, it could be turning into something which we can't stop. Which, of course, the vaccine is doing. The coronavirus could get worse. The Atlantic says Delta is far from the last variant, but what shapes the virus takes, uh, what shape the virus takes next depends on us. And they have this Rubik's cube of genetic combinations of, of, you know, of warning, biohazard warning signs. Great graphic there. Um, anyway, again, I'm not going to go through this. I don't want to be too long on some of these stories because we, we have more to get to here. But the, this is just to make the point here of, of, like, they're prepping us for, like, it's, you know, there there's new variants, new things could happen. We don't know what direction it could take. And partially they, want, they do it to try to pin it on Unvaccinated, that they're they're to blame, they're the problem. When in reality, it's the vaccinated that are driving uh, the evolution, the artificial evolution of these viruses. Uh, and then you have an auto autoimmune enhancement issue. You have all these other things weaved into it, which are a big problem. Uh, but so they dropped the COVID 22 uh, phrase here the other day. I think it was trending on Twitter at the time too. Um, the big problem: new virus variant COVID 22 could. Be more deadly than Delta expert warns. A new variant dubbed COVID twenty two could be more deadly than the world dominating Delta, an expert has warned. Immunologist professor doctor Cy Reddy, and I think this was this is Switzerland or Germany or something he was out of. Said we have to prepare for a new emerging variant in twenty twenty two that could pose a big risk. How do they know this? Yeah, I think it was a COVID 21 that was used for a while in some documentation, like out of France and stuff. We showed it at the time, uh, and maybe there still will will be one. Remember, COVID 19 was at the end of 2019, and the, the, hence there. That's why the 19 at the end of that, and that was discovered or whatever right in December. So there's still plenty of months left to get a COVID 21, uh, uh, you know, new variant allegedly here. Right. Again, I'm not saying any of this is like, yeah, this is what it will be, and be very afraid and stuff like that um but also but ironically also beware that if it is what they say that it is and the vaccinated are drive, driving the evolution of new ones you could ironically actually end up with one which is more deadly at the end of this or they say that that's what it is and they <laughs> they kill people in other way or release some new version of this virus which is not all the same but they say it's the same like anything could happen here right anything could happen they're in control because they're the ones doing all the shady underhanded tactics and they're not telling us the truth for any of these biosafety lab forwards, they could just release whatever the Plum Island <clears throat> you know uh, Fort Detrick right? there's plenty of there's these labs in France there's many of them in China they're building more of these in China now it could get up by an accident even they should not be allowed to do this type of work. Gain of function research, all this stuff, meddling with these kinds of things, they should not be allowed to do it. But they do. Anyway, so anyway, so that's to, to give you this idea that they're dropping these numbers, right? Oh, d- number 22. Here's, here's COVID number 22. Get ready. Get ready. We're all going to die. Uh, Delta, Delta Airlines to charge unvaccinated workers $200 a month. So let me get this right here. So you're saying you're telling you can turn this into a money racket. I thought this is dangerous and it's killing people. I thought this was serious, but oh, if you pay, eh, if you pay 200 bucks a month, it's okay. You don't, you don't have to be vaccinated and you can still show up to work. But just pay us 200 bucks makes total sense. Now they can begin to make money on you not wanting it. Again, everything is a service. If you don't want to take it well, you just pay money. Pay more money. Uh, here's one of those. Oh, oh well. <laughs> so so sad, too bad. Uh, Goldman Sachs to mandate vaccines in the US. Please be. Please. <laughs> please be what the what the good doctor says that it is. <laughs> I'm joking, obviously. We wish them very well. We don't want anything uh, to happen to the fine people at Goldman Sachs or BlackRock or any of these institutions. Um, We want them to live long and healthy lives. Uh, The investment bank has announced that all employees, clients and visitors need to be fully jabbed both shots to enter its building from early September. Goldman also announced mandatory once a week testing for all staff and face masks required on company grounds, regardless of vaccination status. That's right. Take the shot. Get the mask. Get the face diaper on. Uh, just conform it's one of many company-wide announcements involving vaccine mandates since the two-dose pfizer jab wrong received full approval from the u.s fda wrong so this is what what the media does right they just they just reiterate oh it's been approved the pfizer jab has been approved without any of the you know nuanced details of any of this right Uh, something else different here, and again, for those of you who you know don't believe this exists at all or whatever, this will be kind of irrelevant or whatever. Um, about what, whatever, what, whatever it is that they tell us that it is, or whatever the, <laughs> the excuse here is that they're working on, uh, they claim we yeah, have that samples from the early Wuhan COVID patients had genetically modified henipa. One of two types of viruses sent from Canadian lab, which is kind of interesting, right? Now, I know that the early collection of the samples that they got from these patients in Wuhan was very, uh, very dodgy uh, and very strange way that they collected this. They put down fluids in these people's lungs and their chemicals and they like rinsed it up and blended it all. And then they started looking for genetic strands. And It's so it's very bizarre. I totally agree with that. It's very shady. Uh, with even what the code, the genetic code that China gave us is, and we don't even know what you know. Sure, it's, is it um, uh, what is it called again? Um, is it like part of the immune, the immune response? Exosomes is that is that what it is? Right, I, we don't know, right? Um. Gabe Lackman says here over on Odyssey, uh, if it's bad enough to charge them, why not just let them work? Sounds like a Jewish scheme to me. Uh. Yeah, that's, well, I mean, again, it's like if you, yeah, this is my point too. You're right. If you can just char- charge these people money, uh, I think that's a, what you're commenting on the Delta thing there. If not, uh, sorry for missing that point. But yeah, the the Delta flight, uh, the airline, if it's, um, if it, I mean, it's just as silly as you're sitting in the airport, you're socially distanced with a mask when you're waiting for the plane um, at the gate. Then you go onto the plane and you sit together, packed like sardines for hours and, hours and hours and hours and end. if it's a long flight. If it's serious and deadly and if it's what they say that it is, why the hell are they letting people sit next to each other on a plane? You need to sparse, piece them out in the same way. That, but they're not doing that because that's, that's fine that we can circumvent that in this case. On the plane, it doesn't spread, you see. But I thought it was dead. We have to shut down the entire world because of this thing. Oh, no, No, the plane. The planes must go. That's fine. Anyway, this is uh, kind of also a longer article here, but um, they claim here that uh, the uh, Hennepai, HANIPAI. I'm not even sure how you pronounce that actually, was one of the two types of viruses that was sent to China by Chinese-born scientists from a Canadian laboratory at the center of a controversy over the firing of a scientist and collaboration with Chinese military researchers. It's not clear whether the virus found in the Chinese samples is related to the virus samples sent by the Canadian lab, which were shipped in late March 2019. Completely coincidental. The findings were confirmed at the Epoch Times by another qualified scientist. The evidence was first found by Dr. Steve Quay, a Seattle-based physician. We've talked about him before. Uh, and scientist and former faculty member of the Stanford University School of Medicine who looked at early COVID-19 samples uploaded by scientists at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Yes, they just uploaded that and the rest of the world was like, oh, OK, well, that's what we're looking for. OK, good, good. Let's attack this strand of DNA, which is like, but wait a minute. What if that's other are other are parts in the body that has this strand, too? Or, you know, ah, it's fine. Just Just bomb, bomb that DNA. Uh, shortly after China informed the World Health Organization about the SARS-CoV-2 outbreak, blah, blah, blah. The samples from the patients who reportedly were found to have unknown pneumonia in December 2019 were uploaded to the Genetic Sequence Database Gene, gene Bank on the website of the U.S. National Institute of Health. So China just goes into Gene bank, uploads some genetic code, and everyone says, okay. All right, well, there you have it. That proves it then. All right. Um, Anyway, there, yeah, we started fishing inside for weird things, Quay told the Epoch Times. What they found, he says, as a result of what looked like uh, likely be contamination from different experiments in the lab making, um, making their way into the samples as well as evidence of Hennep- Hennepa virus. We found genetic manipulation of the Nipah virus, which is more lethal than Ebola. Nipah is a type of Hennep- Hennepa virus. The Epoch Times asked Joe Wang, PhD, who formerly spearheaded a vaccine development program for SARS in Canada, which one of the world's leading pharmaceutical companies, um, uh, sorry, with one of the world's leading ph- pharmaceutical companies, to verify the finding. Wang is currently be, uh, the president of NTD Television Canada. This is to come out of the Epoch Times in Canada. Okay, All right, Anyway, there's no connection to them there, but that's uh, that's more weird stuff. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Apparently, what they're telling us now too is that if you are if you have ever gotten covid and gotten over it naturally um you might have antibodies for a lifetime i don't take much stock in these kinds of articles there's been so much contradiction one week we hear something and then the other week we hear something else and it's oh well probably or seems to indicate or could be blah 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 Right. So this is one of the latest. Well, some say people who have recovered from mild COVID-19 have bone marrow cells that can churn out antibodies for decades, although viral variants could dampen some of the protection they offer us. So there you go. So that would be the, the kickback down to the, the variants created by the vaccine. Much worse, right? All right, moving along here. Do we have a couple of more things? Actually, yeah, uh, so let's drop the, um, the COVID stuff and we'll talk about some of the other things here do have a little bit more, and then we're going to wrap up. Um, here is um, head of site integrity at twitter.com, Joel Roth. Uh, it's all kind of related to, you know, we saw the EU is trying to fight back against misinformation and all that stuff. But they're announcing here that they're opening Twitter's 2021 Information Operations Fellowship a first-of-its-kind effort to offer early career researchers and professionals a role working on the front lines of combating disinformation. Uh, I know that Twitter, obviously Facebook was early on this stuff, right, to put down misinformation and have their own, like, fact-checking bodies and stuff like that, and then it shows up, like, (laughs) you know, uh, they're the ones who are, like, fact-checking the vaccine misinformation, and then they're, like, funded by Johnson & Johnson, right? Uh, Contradictions like that. But so you can, uh, if you're excited here, you can uh, hashtag Join the Flock over at Twitter for the uh, 2021 Information Operations Fellowship to uh, combat disinformation together with Joel Roth over at uh, Twitter.com. That could be uh, that could be fun for you. The uh, January 6th committee demands a huge trove of Trump White House records. Who could have who could have guessed that they uh, wanted to do something like this? The House committee investigating the January 6th assault on the Capitol formally demanded records related to at least 30 members of former President Donald Trump's inner circle. The demand was part of a sweeping records request that encompasses archives from the Trump White House as well as seven other executive branch agencies. They're going to try to link anything and anybody as having connections with each other and therefore they conspired to commit the, the the insurrection on January 6th to try to terrorist, terrorist label these people and basically put them in jail, right? The House Committee investigating the January 6th assault on the Capitol demand records on Wednesday related to at least 30 members of former President Donald Trump the demand is part of a sweeping formal records request to encompass archived communications. We talked about that. In a statement accompanying the letter Wednesday, the select committee said it wanted information related to the gathering and dis- disinformation or dis- dissemination sorry, of intelligence before the attack, security preparations around the Capitol. Maybe they should look into why the Capitol Police uh, stood down and why there was no one uh, issuing uh, the correct uh, what safety protocols when they when they knew that something like this would happen allegedly right they didn't do anything about it because they wanted it to happen they let it happen the role agencies played in defense of the capital when well, I mean, you say the role agencies such as the fbi played in attacking the capital how about that planning and organizing of events in washington on january 5th 5th and 6th how the events of january 6 quote fit in the continuum of efforts to subvert the rule of law overturn the results of the November third 2020 election or otherwise impede the peaceful transfer of power. It's uh, Beanie, be- Benny Beanie Thompson, yeah, Democrat from Mississippi, uh, that uh, signed that letter. And someone pulled out. Let me see if there's anything else there. Uh, it's kind of shorter here. Um, someone had, uh, I guess, they found themselves in the uh, in the in this document here, the six uh, committee release, the names of who needs to be looked into. And this person here, I don't know who this is, Bryson Gray. I'm not sure about who that is. Um said uh, myself along with other prominent influencers are on the list. And then thought, is this Germany? Uh, no. Uh can we just get it? Is this the Soviet Union? Can we get can we can we finally get one of those from these boomers? No, of course not. So here's the letter that was issued that we talked about. Uh but here's some of the names here. So you could look at some of this. Uh, among the voluminous request, the committee is seeking nine months' worth of contacts between the Trump White House and this group of outsiders, including Enrique Tarrio, and he wasn't even fed, George Papadopoulos, who is that again, and Jack Posobiec, Posobiec, that's in between him uh, tweeting from the CIA headquarters about uh, the, uh, um, at <laughs> the 4th, the fourth uh what was it, the revolution what was it again and well yeah I, <laughs> I had that story for another time we'll talk about that later but uh, uh, yeah apparently someone uh, archived a tweet by Jack Vesobius he was in the George uh, Herbert Walker Bush CIA headquarters or something that was when the when Twitter like published where you sent the tweet from and he was uh tweeting out about the um oh why am I forgetting his name right now The fourth fourth political theory guy. What's his name again? (laughs) Fourth political theory. Who's who's behind that? The Russian guy. The hell is his name? Gotta forget that. Anyway, um, here's uh, here's some of the name here. Um, Ali Alexander is on there. Uh, Michael Flynn. Alex. He has a dude. That's right. Dugan. Of course. Thank you. night night nation review i appreciate that da- alexander dugan that's our right, dugan um yeah jack Pasobius was recommending dugan let's see if that tweet i'll have to show that on time alex jones is on there owen schoyer who of course was uh there was a warrant out for his arrest and he turned himself in monday i think i actually have not followed up on that i'm not sure what's happening with him some other names here jack Pasobiac Pos- or possibly can we pronounce that bryson gray that guy Let me see here. Mark Burns, Roger Stone. I thought they were cleared, though. They still want more information about this. George Flynn, is that Michael Flynn's son or something? Uh, Katrina Pearson, isn't that the. uh, Isn't that the. uh, She was like part of. Yeah, she was part of Trump's team for a while, I think, right? Enrique Tario, Kenneth. Anyway. Uh, So that's still happening. That is still happening with the uh, January 6th committee. They're not going to let that go. They're not going to let any of this go, right? All right, over to Afghanistan. We'll do a couple of these uh, somewhat quick here at the end. Um, oh, actually, that, that's right. I did forget. Let me play that one real quick, too. Variants. I did realize I uh, should have played that out last thing on the COVID topic before we left that for the January 6th stuff in now Afghanistan. But listen to this. We'll fly back into that topic real quick here, too. Here's um, the uh, head of uh, Pfizer here. Um uh, What's his name again? Du Du Duola or something? Uh, the Spanish. I think he's is he Spanish or is he is he Jewish? This guy. Um, I think this guy's Jewish. I think it was Stefan Bancel, which was not. He was French, right? Anyway, um, talking about new variants and the the fact that they need to make more. Uh, of course, new and uh, more effective COVID vaccines against a new strain. So a little uh, back in the COVID swamp here for a little bit. Uh, but listen to this important clip here.
11: I spoke to the CEO of Pfizer, Albert Bourla, about what message Bourla, today's right. approval should send to those who have questioned the approval process. This is the fastest approval the FDA has conducted on a drug. You'll recall the, the speed was one of the things that worried some people who were cautious and hesitant. They thought this process is moving way too fast. What do you say to those folks now? I think that uh, for those
0: is uh, a, a Jewish guy living in Greece, I think. Yeah, that's right.
3: People that uh, they were a little bit reluctant because they wanted to see a full approval. Now they have the full confirmation of uh, one of the most respected agencies in the world, the FDA. Oh, of course, that the product the vaccine is effective and safe.
11: Talk if you can for a moment about the safety. What have you learned about serious side effects in this vaccine?
3: There are very rare. There are side effects, and uh, some of them serious, but uh, they are very, very
11: rare. And what can you tell us about the effectiveness of the drug? We know it was 95 percent against guarding against infection back at, in those initial trials, now down to 91 percent. Is this a one-way trip downward for this vaccine? Well, we realized through the real-world data that uh, after
3: uh, several months, there is a need for a booster because that will continue providing you the high level of efficacy that you observed after, immediately after the
11: second dose. As you know, we're seeing a lot of companies and institutions right now moving toward mandating that their employees or their students get the vaccine.
10: Does Pfizer expect to require and mandate its employees
11: become fully vaccinated? We have asked our employees that they should be fully vaccinated
3: or taking twice a week the test. But, uh, you know, we have approximately 90 percent of our people already vaccinated, fully vaccinated.
11: Do you anticipate or maybe stay up at night thinking about the possibility you're going to have to go back in the lab at some point and come up with something better?
3: Oh, yes. And we do that constantly. We are making right now a specialized vaccine for Delta I'm almost certain that we will not need it because booster shot of the current vaccine is very, very, very effective against them. But we cannot take that chance.
11: On vaccines for younger children, so Mr. Borla told me he expects the company's vaccine studies on children between 5 and 11 in age will be completed in September.
0: There you go. So 5 and 11 next. And of course, they're constantly thinking about new new spike proteins that they can make up on the computer, on the computer. And then they just like here we go, more shit, unbelievable. These these fucking people. Okay, uh, so it's coming. You know you know it's coming. It's coming. Many more uh, versions of this vaccine, and of course down in the ages uh, they will uh, go as well, and they'll try to get to the kids. That's what the goal is here. Uh, despicable, uh, beyond just insane. Uh, Afghanistan. A couple of these real quick, and then I'll round up here. Uh, U.S. troops call it World War C. Shocking new images capture post-apocalyptic scenes outside the Kabul airport. A Russian media correspondent arrived at Kabul airport this week to report on the ground and was shocked by the deteriorating conditions and continued spir- spiraling crisis. We've just arrived at Kabul airport. American troops call what is happening here World War Z, referring to the zombie movie. The situation is horrendous. The entire airport is littered with bullets casing and flashbang grenades. It continued. Everything, absolutely everything is covered in barbed wire. The entire runway is lined with barbed wire. And there are tragic scenes of desperate Afghan civilians standing outside the airport walls. uh, Airport walls in knee-deep sewage. So I guess they're flooding uh, it with sewage here? (laughs) Well, uh, well, how about that? I guess that's the uh, the uh, is that the sewage water outside of there. There we go. But we can always uh, import all of them uh, to the west, though. Uh, this, as new reports emerge from U.S. officials e, and even a pair of Congress, a pair of congressmen. Is this this is zero hedge writing here, uh, who just went to Kabul International Airport on a fact-finding mission. Mission. Uh, that's that is looking nearly impossible that the U.S. troops will be able to evacuate everyone in Washington's list or who has a visa. Uh, anyway, there's some more uh, clips here. RT news footage showing a chaotic scene and warning shots fired by Taliban security militants just outside the airport. Let's, let's check this out real quick here. <laughs> All right, there you go. Interesting, huh? Uh, let me uh, see here. What else we had? I think we had some more. So, of course, all of them are going to go to. Um, not all of them are going to go to the U.S. I think I saw some. Some people are at least going to land in uh, one country before they're flown off to uh, to Europe or uh, uh, or America. I think some of them are trying to get out to go on a plane that goes to Uganda, but then from there, of course, they will probably uh, fly out to other areas. Uh, but uh, numerous flights are bringing Afghan evacuees to four military bases around the nation. Uh, McCoy, uh, Fort McCoy, Fort Bliss in Texas, uh, Army Fort Lee, uh, I forget whether this, it's this going to be Virginia, right? Yeah, Joint, and then the Joint Base MDL, McQuire Dix Lakehurst, I guess it is. Northcom's priority is building capacity to receive and support these vulnerable Afghans. And here they are <coughs> building uh, temporary tent cities uh, as well. Service members. At McCoy, Wisconsin, and all these places we're mentioning here, uh, are building temporary infrastructure to support Afghan evacuees. U.S. Northcom is proud to support the State Department with this mission, uh, they say here. Uh, let me see. That Was this a thread? I think they had some other ones too, but here are some of the pictures here that you can see. Uh, tent cities, but there was something even more, what kind of looked a little bit more permanent like this too. That looks just kind of more than just tents. I guess it's not—it's not—it's not plywood though. Maybe it's still a kind of a tent or something. But that's—that's uh, that's what's going to happen. They're going to um, ship out these people, and they're going to ship them to uh, Europe and the uh, the U.S. Right? <laughs> um, and Eric Prince, the former—I think he's the former. Maybe I don't think he's beyond BlackRock anymore. They changed their name also to something else. There. Maybe they were kind of on the more in the media back in two thousand three during the uh, Iraq. Um, uh, during the Iraq period too, or something like that. But I th- <laughs> I think that uh, 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 he was offering, let me see here, I was just trying to do something else at the same time here. Let me just unpin that. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The, he's apparently uh, directing flights and stuff out of Afghanistan uh, for a price of uh, $6,500 each out of Kabul, uh, Eric Prince. And uh, I think... Uh, Saki had a comment on this here. Let's listen to this.
6: I just wanted to follow up on Steve's question uh, about the sort of for profit effort. Yeah. Uh, What is the administration doing to kind of protect people from exploitation given the desperation? There are reports that the defense contractor, Eric Prince, is offering seats on a plane, evacuation plane out for Mm $6,500. And some people in desperation are taking that, not knowing there might be an NGO option, and are, you know, I mean, essentially, this is exploitation. What is the administration doing to kind of protect people when they are so desperate?
5: We're we're evacuating tens of thousands of people every day for free, and that's the focus that our military on the ground, our diplomats have on the ground. And if you're asking me about consequences or additional steps, I I will have to check and
6: see if there's any additional steps. Could you comment specifically, though, on Eric Prince? I mean, he has Already made so much money from the Afghan conflict, and now in these sort of final waning days, is once again uh, essentially exploiting people in order to make profit. I mean, what is the position of the administration that this is taking place? As you, oh, you're we'll do it for like
0: free. I think just as there's something on
5: I don't think any human being uh, who has a heart and soul would support uh, efforts to profit off of people's agony and pain as they're trying to depart a country. Yeah,
0: because that human traffickers have never done something like that. Uh, refugee resettlement groups have never profited from bringing people from one country to another. This is just, so, I mean, look, I'm not a big fan of Eric Prince or what Blackwater was doing in Iraq and all this shit, but it's so one-sided. Like, Look, it's a, this is a m- huge industry and it's government paying paying the bills here. But like some of these uh, reset re- refugee resettlement groups and stuff like that they make tons of money per refugee that they resettled. Reset- this is nothing new. This is what they've done for okay, he j- just re- strict down to the flight in and of itself, but just the movement of people from one country to another is it's a massive industry. This is ridiculous caring for their lives. All right, that was it. Yeah, we'll do it for free. We'll ship them all out. Right? Um, Let me see here. We had a couple of chats on entropy. Let me do those. Uh, Fledgling says, hey, Henrik, just found this video uh, of an Idaho virologist, Dr. Ryan Cole, talking about how terrible the jab is. Definitely worth watching. Yeah, we played a clip, um, I think it was last uh, Friday. Um, But that is a good link uh, to check out. It's like over 30 minutes. We obviously won't have time to play it um but it's Dr Ryan Cole is from health Freedom Idaho uh, sub to that channel over on YouTube I'm, I'm sure that will last a very long time but yeah Ryan Cole seems like a a decent guy that's standing up for people and, and pushing back so that's a that's a good guy thank you for the tip fledgling I appreciate that um Senja with another super chat says uh, all they're going to do is bring rape crime freeload hide your kids hide your wife until we can send them all back so this is what's been happening in uh, uh in countries like Sweden We've talked about it many times but it's like happened in real time i've seen it like the, the transform the country and it's it's it only people from afghanistan no of course not but you know Bazi, ba, Bahir, and or basha bazir these traditions a lot of the people are being evacuated out of these re- regions uh are doing this kind of stuff right so that's just the, re- the the brutal reality of this is that these people are incompatible uh with our uh with our civilization and they should not be there uh, and uh, they will have to go. They'll have to go back. That's just how this goes. I agree with the Dalai Lama. As I said, they will have to go back. Uh, Europe, Muslim, impossible. Remember that clip? Good good guy. Um, yeah, so this is just uh, more on the the fact that Eric Prince is charting uh, $6,500 to get it out. Uh, uh, someone at this, I saw this one too. It was kind of funny. It was, uh, <clears throat> I think it was uh, Way of the World that had this first. Uh, Jason Campbell from Newsmax, uh, apparently a host there, said, Is the mass migration of Afghan men to America really a good idea? Good for your wife, or your daughter? And then uh, progressive uh, global homo here, Kevin M. Cruz, says, uh, to make fun of this idea, Is the integration of Negroes in our schools really a good idea? Good for your wife? Good for your daughter? And uh, Way of the World says, No on both counts. <laughs> there you go. No on both counts. There we go. That's a hot take uh, right there. We appreciate you, uh, Way of the World, for ever watching. I'm trying to get him on the show. He's uh, he's a good guy. A lot of good content uh, out of the UK. Okay. Here we go. I think we'll end with this. I think what else do we have here? Okay, we have the rent stuff, and then we had. Yeah, we could play. Okay, we have. Okay, last, almost last thing here. Uh, we've talked about synthetic food quite a bit. I uh, saw <laughs> some people were cheating about this and stuff, so you might have seen it already. But remember, remember Soylent Green? How it actually looked like? Uh, let me so I can find a picture here. Uh, wrong keyboard again. Soylent Green. It was these small uh, green cubes, and it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch it. Uh, good old Charleston, Charles Charl- Charl- Charleston. Sorry, Charlton Heston. Lived in Charleston for a while, so I mean, that's why I say that. Uh, here's uh, here's here's but one uh, image here, right, of the uh, when he's uh, riding the uh, the uh, the conveyor belt there of when they're making the Soylent Green uh, little squares, right? So there's a new company out that are basically they're basically doing this. I mean, we're, we're one step away. It's just about the ingredient of, of these of of the the style of the food here that we're talking about uh, disagreement here. Um, square eat. Taste the future. Revolutionary meal plan delivers f- delivered fresh to your door. <clears throat> so what is it made of? Well, hopefully it's, it's not too much bugs or, or too much you know, human genetics in there. But uh, this is uh, how they present it in a way.
1: Did you ever think that healthy food can be a trick? What if I told you that we Based synth- can transform wave here. regular food into squares? Into squares. Square it is. Innovative, tasty, healthy, portable, and long-lasting. Stop for a moment and remember how bad the food options are in schools, airplanes, hospitals. Don't get me started with the meal plans. Wouldn't you want to change all of that? Now you can, because we have the solution. Our product has infinite possibilities and it will be sold through many different channels like universities and offices, supermarkets, gyms.
0: Oh, shit. YouTube. The first
1: phase is focused on meal plan delivery service. The market is currently booming and no one has cracked the code yet.
0: Cracked the code. So
1: we came up with a brand new solution that can be literally the food of the future. Our business model is predicted on scalability and margin controls. In fact, we can deliver bi-weekly or once a month. Thanks to our unique structure, we can keep our operations completely unconstrained while keeping minimum staff on site.
10: Mm, This combination will generate
1: margins never seen before in the industry.
6: Square-E is a new food concept created to revolutionize the ready-to-eat meal plan industry. We are taking place in a market that is currently booming with a brand new solution that is healthier, tastier, and lasts longer compared to the available alternatives. Our team is a combination of young, and passionate entrepreneurs, high-rated chefs, web developers, and web designers developers. with more than ten years of experience in the industry. I, I'm
0: sorry, but web developers and designers are going to uh, are going to uh, uh, do our food now. Let me, let me go. Hey, listen again.
6: Team is a combination of young and passionate entrepreneurs high rated chefs web developers and designers with more than 10 years of experience in the industry fantastic we have developed an innovative way to process our food our production chain allows us to transform and standardize almost every type of food in a 50 gram square that provides all nutrients without any additives
0: fantastic mmm all right, is that it?
1: I'll invite you to join us in this exciting journey.
0: Exciting journey, square eat. <clears throat> All right, what do you say, Chant? So are you are you are you into it? <clears throat> are you into square square eating? Uh, there was another video that was funny, but yeah, no, this is this is this is coming soon enough. It will just be a little. It will be that astronaut food or something. It will be a pu- pouch, and it will be. I think was it was it was a Blade Runner where they actually showed that they had the. Uh, uh the protein farms right it was just all maggots <laughs> do you remember that i think it's pretty accurate i mean th- i think that's where it's going with, uh, with the with shutdown of uh of supply chains and 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 the food catastrophe that which they're you know intentionally generating right now the only way you're going to get protein is from basically maggots grown in in huge uh, tanks uh, somewhere some some uh, in some dingy uh you know uh, industrial uh location somewhere anyway all right Second to last thing here. New rules from Treasury Department. Free rent if you attest that you need it. That's right. We want all real estate being sucked up by BlackRock. That's why we're doing this. To speed up disembursement of allocated but unused rent assistance, the Treasury Department today announced new rules. Over 90% of the rent assistance money allocated to prevent evictions and halt evictions is still unused. Meanwhile, evictions remain halted in many states while landlords go unpaid so of course it's not that I want to see people out on the on the streets I'm not arguing for that I don't don't think that's the way out of it the way out of it is to let people go to work and so they could pay uh, their rent and their and their uh, bills Uh, instead of pitching this on let's say small independent uh, you know those who um, you know own some real estate and stuff like that so that they will lose all their money Uh, they will lose they won't be able to pay you know the fees that they have And then basically they will um, they will turn into um, they have to sell it to BlackRock. All right, last video I want to show you here. So this is more on the supply chain issues. This is kind of funny. Uh, Kamala Harris is talking about uh, basically your um, Christmas toys. uh, That if you want to get any for your kids, uh, you should uh, get them now. Of course, they know what they're doing here, right? But uh, they're actually recognizing now. uh, Here's uh, the, the coming president, Kamala Harris. Uh, talking with business leaders in Singapore. Listen to this here. My name
1: is Shen Shen Lei. I'm the CEO of the American Chamber of Commerce in Singapore, and I will be your moderator for this roundtable.
6: The, the, the stories that we are now hearing about, um, the caution that if you want to have Christmas toys for your children, it might now be, might be the time to start buying them because the delay may be many, many months. So across the board, um, people are experiencing the issue. And of course, the climate crisis is fueling um, a lot of this. When we look at the stronger typhoons that have disrupted shipping lanes, and uh, sea level rise, which has a, <laughs> it threatens uh, port infrastructure, as an example. Um, so these of are course. the many issues that are that are causing these disruptions. I make the highlighted, the fractures and the failures and the fissures in our system.
0: All right, you get it. So you got to order your Christmas toys now because you won't be. You won't be getting any. That's what's going on here. Uh, Yeah, I think we have a little one banging around here. That's why, guys. But uh, anyway, (laughs) thank you, boys and girls. Here's the nice meme from Robo uh, Think here as well. you got to be careful what you want to decolonize, you know, but I say go for it. Uh, decolonize your life, in fact, uh, and we'll see what happens then. Re- remove all your modern Western conveniences and we'll see what happens. All right, boys and girls, thank you so much for joining us today. I do appreciate it. Thank you to everyone over on Entropy, super chatting. Thank you to everyone sending on uh, Odyssey and, and Trovo. We'd appreciate you on Trovo as well. It's hard to keep an eye on that, though. We do prefer Entropy Stream. It's really the easiest way. Uh, or Odyssey. But thank you to those of you who send spells and stuff over on uh, Trovo as well. We appreciate that. Very kind of you. Uh, I think we had a, a nice old uh, Hindu uh, Hindu symbol from someone earlier in the Odyssey chat. I forgot to mention that, but thank you for that uh, dono there. I appreciate that. Uh, all right, boys and girls, we'll be back with much more soon. Take care, everybody. Keep fighting. Keep your uh, spirits up. And uh, we will see you guys uh, soon. If not tomorrow, again, we're working more on uh, Lana's equity video uh, tomorrow. hope to have that up uh, uh, next. Uh, but if not, of course, we will uh, go to, uh, we will see you on Friday for uh, Flashback Friday, just as usual. Take care, boys and girls.